King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles, you're an honorary captain. Download the podcast, follow on Twitter. On the sports I hear you. I don't hear you yet, Tony. Greetings, childrens, boys and girls, he, them, she, it, what, when, how, why. What? What is the answer? That's the one I'm looking for. Congratulations. It is a ta-ta, formerly Taco Tuesday, but that has been banned from this program. Has it? Once we found that LeBron James actually besmirched Taco Tuesday by trying to manipulate it and turn it into a personal endorsement deal by using his children as props to try to pump up tacos. No, he tried to it's trademark about damn time. it. That's what I'm saying, but he yeah. used his kids. His children. His children. <clears throat> he didn't want to eat his children. Mm. So I say to you, LeBron James, uh, <laughs> Vafangul, eh? Vafangul. Yes. And uh, just really quickly <laughs> off the bat, we... By the way, that's Miss Robin. I'm Tony Bruno. That's Miss Robin. We've trademarked our stuff, um, but we want to thank our sponsors for bringing the Tony Bruno Show to you. Exactly. And you see the lovely Bruno code that you get 20% off everything, all yeah. of our sponsors' items. So go to them, show them your love for the Tony Bruno Show by supporting our sponsors who are bringing us to you. Exactly. Meanwhile... We're underway. We got baseball today. We got NBA crybabies. We've got skiing updates today. We got the Baldy Beach bonfire breakdowns on your NFL postseason now. Say We're in the offseason. And what do you do in the offseason? You watch the XFL on weekends, and you watch NFL players and analysts on vacation. Because that's what they do. You know, these guys have a long season, and then they, they shut it down. And Baldy is the guy. Robin and I were talking about this this morning. Brian Baldinger, our good yes. buddy. I want to be Brian Baldinger when I grow up. I want to be Brian Baldinger when I come back <laughs> in another life. I want his life, ladies and gentlemen. Not his wife, because he doesn't have one. And that's why he's smart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, we'll have that. By the way, there's breaking news from the high speed. I don't do politics on the show, but it is the New Hampshire primary today. 
and the New Hampshire primary, the breaking news is Joe Biden said, screw it, I'm getting out of here. He has left the building. He has left the state. <laughs> well, he has moved down to South Carolina. Monty Man 4 says, I hacked the New Hampshire primary, and I voted for a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> That's what happened. And so I'm not Brad. Again, this is, this is news. This is an, an opinion. Joe Biden has left the state of New Hampshire. Unfortunately, he thought he was in the state of uh, Vermont, but it was actually New Hampshire, you know, because all those New England states look the same this time of year. Right. All quaint little cool towns. It's all towns. cheesy to me, Tony. No, but it's beautiful. New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, Massachusetts. I always wanted to go to oh, you know Rhode Island. To go? I, I've, never, I've never been, but I hear it's beautiful this time of year. It's upstate New York. Oh, yeah. I've never been. I love New York in like the, the Lake George region. Like Remember the, those commercials? Uh, the, like the Finger Lakes area? Oh, I've Finger never, Lakes. I've never, <laughs> it's Finger Lake and good, baby. <laughs> One of my favorite commercials, which was the New York one, the I Love New York commercials, remember, in the Lake George region? Do you remember those jingles? They were great. Never heard of them. I, I got to find that song now, Robin. I Love New York. There were commercials to promote the Lake George region, which is upstate New York, in the Finger Lakes, the ones you just mentioned. Not the Borscht Belt, not the, the uh, belt. Bible Belt. Not the garter belt, although they wear a lot of those up in the mountains. But that's in the Poconos with the heart-shaped tubs. Or the chastity belt. Or the chastity belt, which nobody wears anymore. I got a special gavel loaded for today's show, Tony. You do? We're going to need that. You're out of order. You're out of order. We're going to need that. (laughs) Thank you. This is such a crock of shit. (laughs) That's what we do here. I love the walk-ins. I want to play this, though, because now got? I got this in my head. The I Love New York jingles. Now, nobody loves New York now, except we're going up to New York at the end of uh, February for the big Barrett Sports Media Conference. Mm-hmm. And there is an, you want to talk about a list of heavyweights in the industry. Oh, I know. We're going to be there. And the list keeps growing and growing and, the and biggest growing. biggest of all, Tony Bruno. Well, I'm just a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I love Why sex. do I hear? I love everything about it. Yes. Do you keep hearing sort of like a... Dunk, 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 yeah, dunk. Tony's hitting his mouse. Oh. Is that what is it is? Is that what yeah. it is? Mm-hmm. No, it sounded... No, it's Tony hitting his mouse. All right, later. Oh, I, I, I love did. sex. I love everything. Oh, I love this it. jingle, Tony. Yeah, this is it. I'm it's telling fantastic. You. This is a good way to start the show. Play that. All right, I'm playing it now. Play you got that it funky up, music, white boy. Robin, you got it? Okay, here we go. Go off to a roaring start today. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it, Robin. so beautiful. Where's the jingle? It makes me want to go. Beaverkill Mahonk Preserve. Visit ilovenny.com. No, I like the other one. I want the one where they sing. I I want the one where they're doing, where they show uh, Lake Placid. I love New York. That must be an older one, right? That is an old, no, the the, the one I'm talking about is brand new. No, the older ones are better. I'm talking about the old oh, school man, ones. the new one's pretty good. No, the I Love New York theme song that they played in all the commercials. Here it is. Here's one of them. You ready? Go for it. Bring it up, Robin, please. I, I didn't turn it down, Tony. You said to play it. I'm playing it. No. Yes, I am. Meanwhile. Is this the disco one? Yeah, it's no, the disco one. This is, this is a great, great... From 1978. It's a great theme. 
Bring it up, up and under. Everybody now. Now they had one from the 80s that had Carol Channing in it. But she wasn't singing it. This, I I'm saying the actual theme song. They play this outside of Studio 54? They play this right in front of Times Square when you're getting your ass kicked by a couple of people wearing <laughs> exactly. Mickey Mouse shirts and the Hulk dude when you tell them you're not giving him $5 to take a picture with your right. stinking kids. Okay, well that's enough. That's enough, out there by Times Square. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, those were good that's, jingles. I don't care what enough. you sons of bitches say. <laughs> <laughs> Should we give away the other major, major breaking We news? have breaking, breaking, breaking news. We finally found the winner of the football. That's the good news. Can you get that football? Bring that some bitch up here right now, Luigi. Yes, we did. Luigi Curto in the house again. And the, the winner wishes to stay anonymous, so I'm not giving out their real name. Um, but uh, the winner from yesterday is doing something that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, making me have to work and find out prices. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, he was so excited he got the ball. Because a lot of people were sending us messages, direct messages on Twitter. Hey, I'll pay for that ball. Right. Whatever it takes, I'll pay for the ball. And we said, we're not selling the ball. We're giving it away to one of our lucky followers who follows us on Twitch. And so we, the first person, we couldn't find them. We gave them a weekend. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we announced another name. That person, Sprolzy. Sprolzy Sprolzy that person checked in and said, yes, but guess what? And we had a couple of people said this. If I win the ball, even before they won yeah. it, if I win that ball, I don't even want it. I want to donate it to charity. And so this gentleman said, I don't really want the ball. Let's donate no, it to he charity. Said he, he said he wanted the ball. He's really excited that he got the ball. But because it's worth so much money... Um, which now what what is the if if just the on, individual the names alone. now so Luigi did some work he came yeah. in here and he started looking through the actual retail price of just the celebrities on there no t- not not just the celebrities the Hall of the, Famers the Hall of Famers and the football players that are on this football okay? and that's not all the people on no, there that's not on the but then I did some of the like like Tony Bruno your signature which will be on this ball that's forty bucks right that's there. forty bucks all day long right. but if then, you found that in a storage unit. And Daryl Sheets. Remember the guy, Daryl? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's the no, other guy. The gambler. Some of the gambler. That's a $50 bill all day that's long. That's a $50. That's a $40 bill all day long. But the actual football players that are on this football, guys like Warren Moon, who's a minimum signature on a football, goes for $200 minimum yeah. on a football. How about a guy like Dave Robinson, the first African-American player ever drafted the by – First African-American linebacker drafted by Vince Lombardi. He was great on the that show. That signature alone is $450 Woo! on the football. Wow. Legend. So you got just run down the football players' names again. Ron we're not Jaworski. trying to sell this to make money. We are going to put no. it up for auction. I'm going to get. I'm gonna, yeah. We're going to put it up for auction, and the highest bidder of this football is it. They're going to win the. They're going to win the football, but the prize, the money that go, the money is going to go to the St. Jude. Is that what we agreed on? Yeah, we were talking about great no, they, charities. This was this was also a request from the winner. It goes to St. Jude. Uh, it goes. We to wanted Saint to Jude. do it for children and St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which started down there. Danny Thomas. In Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. one of the great, and there's so many great children's hospitals. So we want to do stuff for kids. You know, Make a Wish Foundation. We just did some stuff for Make a Wish at the Super Bowl, the Lee Steinberg party. Right. That is the charity of choice for Patrick Mahomes, your Super Bowl MVP. 
So a lot of money was raised for Make-A-Wish at the Lee Steinberg party. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of stuff over the years for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Terrific organization. There's so many great. There's CHOP here in Philadelphia. There's also St. Jude's. There's a Shriners Hospital for Children. My right. Tinder handle. But yeah, Luigi's <laughs> Tinder handle. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the winner, um, he specified that he would like the money to go to St. Jude's. So he is offering up the ball for us to auction off. And then whoever wins the auction as the highest bidder by the end of the show Today is that today? We're going to, today, so the end are of we going to do a live auction? We don't even need an auction here. I got it. I got a hundred out. I got a hundred. I'm looking for hundred one twenty five. One twenty five. How are we going to do the auction? We're going to work. What we're going to do is we're going to take bids on the Twitch stream and over the phone. We'll start the bidding at X amount of dollars we talked about earlier during uh-huh. the show. And then they'll go up in, in ten dollar increments. Now, what is the, if we're not going to do a random? So people are already no, no saying, randomization. No we're randomization. Not randomizing the football. So the the names you the names that we have listed. You look them up. And I looked them the up and I took the minimum. The, the minimum you're going to get for an autograph on a football by these football players. I'll give you the players and the and the list of the minimum autograph value. Okay. okay. So Ron Jaworski, one fifty five. Brian Mitchell, who should be in the Hall of Fame, $189. Lorenzo Neal, $100. Kyle Turley, $100. Warren Moon, again, minimum $200 on a signature on a football. Mark Schlereff, stink, as you like to, as you yes. like to call him, uh, Tony, $135. Bart Oates, Hall of Famer, $165. Ryan Leaf, not a Hall of Famer, but $100 on a, on a signature. Dave Robinson, we just mentioned, $450. Woo! Jason Sapinda, $100. Jordan Roos from the Seahawks, $65. Rashad Jennings of your Dancing with the Stars, $190. Brian Baldinger, $100. Bill Romanowski, $225 minimum. That's a whopping $2,274 just on the NFL players alone on that football. Exactly. At minimum. At minimum. And then, wait a minute. Dean's checking in on the Twitch stream right now. Dean. And he says, wait a minute. If if Tony's autograph on a football is $40 and he paid $40 for the football. (laughs) Right. Does it make the autograph worth zero dollars? You are right about that, boss. <laughs> Let me Wait give him a roaring round a of applause. Minute. Let me give him a roaring round of applause. Dean, you're not supposed to look that. You know, you're not supposed to think too much about that. <laughs> Other Come people on. who signed the ball, the, the commission for the XFL and former NFL player Oliver Luck. That's a, that's a hundred dollars autograph right there. Uh, again, we mentioned Tony Bertone. Kevin Harlan's on this football, sixty-five dollars. Andrew Zimmer from Bizarre Foods. $30. Again, the, the grand prize of this, the grand total of this ball is $2,529 on the low end, and that's not every single signature I counted. So we're looking at a ball that's, that's worth Conrad. We're looking at a ball that's worth conservatively $3,000 with all the signatures. Again, all when in. we talk about worth, it's it's when you look at the autograph. Worth what anybody's going to pay for it. Exactly. And again, now I have, I have, uh, that was Dean. My favorite walk up. So uh, Cujo knows says, can we Twitter DM a bid? You, we we do need to promote this more. So there's actually there's several people saying, hey, you guys need to. This is pretty big. You need to promote this more and give it more than just one day. Yeah, no, we want the price to go up. How about the people promote it themselves? Because we'll take Twitter bids. Well, anybody at, that at wants to, it isn't t- going to want to promote it because they're going to want to keep well, the price what? to if, low. If you go to I'll, I'll watch Twitter at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. You can place your bid there. You can place your bid on the Twitch stream, and you can also place your live bid by calling in. Robin will take the live bids, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. Starting bid on this ball, should we we make it a round number of $200 on this football? 
for the starting bid? It's got to be a start at 200. Okay. Yeah, it's we're 10%. starting at 10%. 10%. We're starting so at we're 200 bucks. Yes. 200 bucks is we're a starting bid for this fantastic ball. And um, I don't, uh, I still need to order it on Amazon. It will come in a case to be shipped to you. So yeah, we'll even put it in a protective case, hermetically sealed. On Funkin' Wagnall's porch. You mean like a plastic bag? That's no, no, it's going to be in one of the football cases. So like the one I got up there. Yeah. See that box up there? Yeah. I may repurpose that box and take my other Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, the Eagle Super Bowl is football. Is terrarium? Uh, what is that? It, no, <laughs> what you is can that? use it for anything. No, you, that's an actual. You got any, that's like, one uh, of the, I think it's upside down, though. It's an actual football case. Yeah, it's upside down. The black part should be on the bottom. Oh, okay. And, and the ball sits in that. I don't know who put that up there. But you can use it as a terrarium. If you got some lizards in the house, if you got like a lounge lizard, or you got a uh, lot lizard. Is that? is that a Bears ball? No, that's, that's a Super Mike Bowl Dicka? ball. No, that's the ball from the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl in Miami. Oh, uh, Bears Colts. Bears Colts. And I got that ball. It's not signed by anybody, but it's got a certificate of authenticity. May auction that off too. You know what? D Conrad Vegas has a, has a good one. The last bid should be the last ten minutes of Friday's show. So we'll take this from now to Friday. We'll mention it every day. But exactly. That, but that gives people a lot. That gives people a lot of downtime. That means there'll be a lot of downtime by people bidding on the ball. Exactly. Yeah. You can't do this now. If we were like at a live auction, we'd bring a live. But this is a live auction. But no. But when you do a law auction of a ball. Or any kind of memorabilia. You see the, the auctioneer gets up and starts the bidding and so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then you have people bid, and then they hold up a number or a card. You know, it's a lot of them don't even have to say anything. And the really, really cool ones, the Sotheby's auctions. Yes, they're the best. Or the Jackson Barrett ones. Nobody's screaming out, $50! You know, they hold up a card. It's elegant. So I need You know, to- you hold up that little card with your number, and then you point to that person. I'm actually and then gonna, they know. I'm so we, we need to post it on Twitter now, too. So we need to – I have a photograph uh, – Actually, I'll have Luigi do that, probably. Uh, do we do a silent auction? No. Silent. Yeah, because how we would people do, write the no, bid down? We can't do silent, because then they would have to DM us, and we'd have to exactly. be fine. Yeah, so, then yeah. it would sound Who good. Joe knows just bid $300 for the ball right now? He started $300. Right now. $300. Do I hear $400? Do I hear $400? Do I hear $400? How about $1,000? How about $1,000? How about right it works? Sold! Sold, baby! Sold! And you get a football, and you get a football. Or, as we like to say, Tony. I told you we shouldn't have committed every of you assholes. So, so. I'll be monitoring Twitter at Tony Bruno Show. People can take bids there. I believe our first phone bid is phone coming in right now. Phone lines are blown up. Operators are standing by. Let's move this football. Let's get uh, let's get some great money for St. Jude's exactly. Children's let's, Research. Let's pump this ball up, as we can say. The ball is pumped up, Tony. Well, not Tom Brady. We will deflate it to the. If you're a New England Patriot fan and you want to, you want this ball, we will deflate it to Tom Brady specifications so that it'll fit in your hand and you'll be able to throw it. At age 42. Who Joe knows has made an actual bid, $300 for the football. And we have another bid, uh, bidder right on the line right now, Dean. Dean from uh, did he Clearwater. Did he deduct $40 for my signature? <laughs> well, Tony didn't sign it yeah, yet. It, Tony didn't sign it yet, Is there any whiteout to take Bruno's name off of that football? <laughs> I haven't even signed it yet, you bastard. Here, this is what we can do. What we can do is whoever wins the bid can at the last minute decide whether they want Tony's signature on there That's or okay. not. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that ain't fair. You, Tony, put your damn name on the ball. What are you? I can't believe it's already on the ball. And by the way, get All your right, damn so name off my phone. As, uh, you as, know why? You as know Tiger why? Woods once said to a chick, get your name off my phone. This is the only reason that Tony's name isn't on there, that the very last person who signed it 
walked off with a silver marker, and I haven't gotten another one yet to, <laughs> to put. <laughs> no, put I wanted the, to wait because I wanted to leave space for other people to potentially sign it. So I didn't sign it while the show was on. I, I waited. Right, I, had, Tony, I haven't signed it yet. Tony, as you know, the stock market's been very good to Dean. So I'm going to, I mean, I don't want the football, but I'm going to go ahead and call him with a bid. I'm going to start my bid, and I, if I have to go up in the future, I will. My, Dean's bid for that football is $544.44. Wow. $5,044. <laughs> wait, $544.44? Yep. What kind yep. of bid is that? Well, I wasn't going to go all fours because of the show, but I went up 100 and went 500. All right, that's a good job. Robin, let's just round Dean it off. just bid. $544.44 for the football. He is right now the highest bidder. That's beautiful. All right. So, anyway, I'll get off now. Have a great day, guys. And Thank oh, you. The stock market is still going through the roof, and everybody who's DMing me for stock picks, and I gave them to you, and you bought them, you're welcome. See you. Dean, Dean, wait. Before you go, Tony has finally conceded that – are you still there? Oh. He hung up. He charges for his – he should be charging for his financial advice. He should be. I should be charged for my hockey advice. The Flyers winner, winner, chicken dinner last night. Did you Tony. release that, baby? I did, right here on the show. I don't remember you releasing a Flyer selection. Yesterday, I said, take the Flyers. They're going to hammer the, the Florida Panther at home. Yeah, you did say that. You're correct. So, uh, And I said to you, you know, the Panthers give them trouble, but not last night. The Flyers are on fire, by the way. D. Conrad Vegas saying, so when are bids ending? They're going to end at the end of Friday's show. I so, think that's a good thing. And it's only Tuesday. Yeah. It is only Tuesday. It's Tata Tuesday. Hoop Circle Podcast. This is turning into The Price is Right. The Price is Wrong. Bitch. Sorry. Meanwhile, let's get it back. <laughs> so we'll continue like, the bidding. And you can do it on Twitter. You can do it on our – the best way to do it is on our Twitch stream, though. Yeah. You can also – we should put it on Twitter as well. Right, we should. To. It's at Tony Bruno Show. Put the bids in there. You can, you can place a bid – I mean, you can place a bid at me or at Robin, but it's easier if we follow them all on one stream. So right now we can post on Twitter that the current, that the bid, current bid, the high bid right now is $544.44. We're not going to go up in increments of $0.10. Cents. No, it's, 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 uh, it's increments of $10. The bid, the bid increments go minimum $10. Exactly right. Exactly. Wow, Tony. Right, right out of the gate. <laughs> EBC and PA says, can That's I win Eric. both? Oh, Eric, can I... Can I win both showcases? <laughs> if you come within $1, you get the showcase showdown. We will throw in any of the items that you see here in the wine cellar, except the TV. That's, that's a quality item. And, right uh, the, well, no, I don't know. You're I don't not getting like my US, w, USFL mug or the WFIL mug. I'm not parting with my WFIL Sure shit ain't getting the rest of the Hennessy. I'll tell you that much for sure. Well, there's not much left in the Hennessy bottle. I got a Richie Ashburn golf classic from 1984. I'll tell you what, Tony. We, we, we will also throw in, how about this? How about one of the Bud Light bottles? The from sign the St- from Craig Berube? Yep, the St. Louis Bud Light bottles. Let me see if they're both signed. Okay. No, the one that's not signed. That one's not signed. Wait a minute. Where's the, time? Where's the one that was signed by Craig Berube? I don't know, Tony. Some, some bitch steal that one? No, 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 no. It's... I don't think any of them were signed by Craig Berube. Yeah, yeah I got I him to sign one. I got the chief to sign one. I think it's on one of those up there. I just looked at the two. Well, then you didn't look hard enough. How about a I'm Pennsylvania sure. Dutch eggnog bottle? No, no, we're not going to. That's spoiled already by now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're dealing with the football right now. All right? So there we go. 544-44. That's your op- that your two up. We went from opening at 200, shot to 300, and then catapulted to 544 44 
All right, can you tweet that out because I got to get the program underway. By the way, my buddy, my buddy Adnan Burke checked in and he said yes, he can come on the oh, show fantastic. today. Oh, and by the way, just to put this little disclaimer out there, don't be a douche and bid and not pay for the ball. Well, we know Dean's good. No, for no, it. We, Dean's know Dean's, legit. we know Dean's good for it. I'm talking about anybody on Twitter who bids something for the ball because I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to come to your house and make sure you give up the money. I'm just telling you that right now. I got nothing else to do but come get the money. <laughs> has has car will travel exactly exactly. Meanwhile, let's get it back to base. Baseball stories going on. Of course, you know what happened on this date in <laughs> hey, 1990, Luigi, right? E.B. Pinkus says, can I bid on Luigi's half marathon medal? No, but you can buy it for nine bucks. Exactly That's what's right. worth in medal. Go ahead, Tony. What happened? What happened this date? You know date? what happened on this date in 1990, Robin? You know what happened? No. No. It's a big, big day in the history of sports. And? Let's see if you can get it. Uh, Robin won't remember. Well, Robin will remember it, but she won't remember right. it specifically. Well, it had to be in the NBA, right? No, it didn't have to be in the NBA. Was it in the NBA? Why would it be in the NBA? It's February 11th. Because the NBA is playing right now. Yeah, but the NBA doesn't have anything important during the regular season. Oh, okay, well, you failed to mention that. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's a historic date 1990? in sports. I got February married in 1990. February 11th. Did you get married in 1990? Yeah, but not on this date. Um, Jesus. Can you give me the sport? No, it's 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 too easy. Play action reel says Mike Tyson lost. That is correct. Was that the Buster Douglas fight? Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson on this date in 1990. Everybody remembers that. That's an epic knockout. Yeah, but Tyson had him knocked out for about a good minute and a half. Doesn't matter. Buster Douglas won the fight in one of the biggest upsets in the history of the sport. It is the biggest. No, one of the biggest upsets in the history of, of sports in general. Period. Exclamation point. No, you cannot auction off my butt cream. I'm still using it right now. <laughs> I can't sell you used stuff. Although they do sell used underwear in Japan and vending machines. I know. That's weird, As you well man. know. Right, Robin? Yes. We should start selling our... Uh, my underwear? Power. Yeah. We start selling Robin's underwear on Twitter. This is so nice. Oh, and on come Twitch. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> and you know what Mike... <laughs> Tyson had him knocked out, though. And you know what Mike Tyson said after after Buster Douglas knocked him out? I want to eat his children. I want to eat his children. Can you crank mine up just another RCH, Robin? It's really, really low here. What did Mike Tyson say? That's what goes I want to eat his children. And then what did uh, some chick at an AOC town hall say? We need to eat the babies. Exactly. I'm seeing a theme here. Now, what did some chick standing outside of helium say? Like my ass. <laughs> <laughs> 42 to 1 underdog was Buster Douglas. Exactly. And Tyson spent the entire week just light, light up with, 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 with Tokyo hookers and cocaine and drugs and all. He didn't train for the fight at all. He came out. He looked, he looked tired as hell. He knocked him out three times. He was down for a minute and a half. Buster Douglas was out. Was I know out. he was. He was out. Here goes the count. Ready? One. <laughs> Two. Where were you? Where were you? Were you watching that? I was that watching, fight? Yeah, I was I was, watching I was that fight too. You were fight. ten years old watching that fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. See, me. how old was I in 1990? Let me see. I was 38 years old. Is that right? No. 52, 62, 72, 82 is 30. Mm-hmm. And then eight more years is eight. So 46. No, 38. Yeah, 38. I was 38 years old. Still was. I was still was lucid. Damn, 1990s, 30 years ago. 38 years ago. No, it's it's 40 years ago, right? No, 90s, 30 No, it's 30 years ago. Yeah, 20 and 90s. Now I'm seeing baseball players who were born in 1990 in the major leagues. 
Yes. 1990. They're but now, there, now there's not guys. There are guys in the major leagues because now it's 2020. There are guys who were born in 1999 playing in all sports leagues in this country. There are guys who were born like in 19 in 2000 over past 2000 in hockey. Guys who were in their teens in sports. Mm-hmm. And so now I have to literally sit down and try to count on my hands how long ago it was. It's easy with 2020 and 1990 because that's 30 years ago. There are guys who, who, were, who were just born when LeBron came into the league, and now they're in the league too. That's what's, that's what's crazy. Damn, Tony, we got old, man. You, you got old. I was 38. I was, I was your age when Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. Miracles can happen. Dude, do you believe in miracles? You know what they say about... Uh... <laughs> they get older. I get older. No, no, no. no, no. no. You know what? <laughs> what, man? I think he's going to refrain from saying what he was about to say. Let me just say this to you, Luigi, and many of the other listeners oh, out there. You are still not mature enough to tell it like it is. Exactly right. Come on, man. Come on. We need to eat the babies. We need to eat the babies. <laughs> <laughs> or as I once said to some other dude on the radio, I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, as Burton Gus says, Buster Douglas, sometimes maybe good, sometimes, sometimes make maybe it shit. Somebody, was, somebody posted that on Twitter last night, stealing my stilo here. I have that gift. I have it, too. I just don't go on Twitter anymore. You don't go on Twitter anymore? That's probably a better, it's a good, health, that's a great it's idea. It's mentally healthy to yeah. not be on Twitter. Exactly I'm, I'm, I'm right. Like, there, there's nothing good on there. You're so absolutely right. Good I go you. on there to make predictions, like the other day on Sunday afternoon. Again, proving that I'm still Mr. Sunday night. On Sunday afternoon, CNN tweeted out about the Oscars. It could be a historic night in the Oscars, and it was because the movie Parasite was the first ever foreign-made film to win Picture of the Year. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking about, you know, what are you looking forward to in the Oscars? Now, this was, again, 12.30, Sunday afternoon, long before the show started. And I said, I'm predicting record-low ratings for the 10th consecutive year. And then yesterday, the Hollywood Reporter and all the other sites that measure ratings, the Oscar telecast, ladies and gentlemen, where you found out about not drinking milk from uh, Joker dude. Uh, Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix was why talking do I, to me. Why do I always like, stumble on his name? But I know it's, like, it's right there every time. You know, the two Jokers have won Academy Awards for Best Actor. You know that? Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. Both guys who played the Joker – Jack Nicholson's got to be pissed because his Joker was pretty damn good, too. His Joker was phenomenal. Cesar Romero's Joker on the TV show was great, too. He was really Never good. won any awards for that. He was really good. But, but Joaquin Phoenix, for what he did for, for, that, for that movie, you was Do you think fantastic. he was really acting? No, the guy's whack. I mean, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. I know. The guy is whack. The, the I don't know I, if there was a big stretch for him. <laughs> the one thing I will say is I think Heath Ledger, if he did not pass away, could have done this Joker as well. Oh, you th- easy. You think so? Easy. Heath Ledger... Um, was a much better actor, and you saw glimpses of it in many of his movies, um, but he didn't have a chance yet to play the movies that would have really brought it oh, out Joaquin fully. Oh, Joaquin is pretty damn no, good. No, Joaquin Fink Oh, no, he good. was fantastic. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that as far as the Jokers are concerned, I think Heath Ledger um, would have really done... I think he would have done all, justice. Yeah. I think he would have played it. But anyway, well. the Absolutely. Oscar, again, these people, again, I don't care what their opinions are. They can say whatever they want. But if they think that, that talking about cows and babies and milk is going to change the world and what's-his-face 
the guy with the weird hair now who won finally won an Academy Award and was doing bad jokes about uh, John Bolton is going to make the world a better place. I really don't know because I didn't watch it. An, or, or what's his name? Anything. Or what's his face? The guy who's a great actor who actually, you know, what his big role was because people were like, who is this guy? The guy who's the voice in oh, Frozen. Oh, Frozen, who was... Um, uh, We've met him. My Uncle Vince. Uh, Bell, well, not no, not Bell. your Uncle Vince. Uh, <laughs> shh. It's, it's not Bell because that's Kristen Bell. What's his name? Uh, it starts with a J, doesn't it? Yeah, Brad Pitt won an Oscar, and he's talking about it. And, and here's the worst part of this. Again, I don't care about their political opinions. What the political opinions are doing is crashing the ratings each year because people don't tune into award shows to hear people's political opinions. You know, they pat themselves on the back, which is fine. I don't watch any award shows, so I'm not singling out. I'm not even going to watch the award show that I'm on. I know, right? Coming up, because it's not going to be televised, and that's the way award shows should be. What they should do is just take these shows, rent a hall somewhere, mm-hmm. and then get these people in there, give them all drugs, alcohol, whatever they need, and let them slap each other on the back. Don't get dressed up. Just show up with jeans and yoga pants and give yourself awards and get the hell out of my Did face. Did we find out what was in the gift bags for the Oscars? I didn't even look at that crap this I got to see what's in there. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, what's his name, Robin? We, we, we spent time with him. He was in the original Book of Mormon. That's yes. what really made yeah, him he's... a star. He's really Josh Gad. Josh Gad, yeah. Come on, you I people. Knew it was, I knew it was a J. Jeez. The only award Dude. show, I don't even watch the AVNs anymore. That's a shame, Tony. I know. I always look for new talent. But anyway, the point is, they're just basically destroying their own ratings every year. Because the average American, first of all, doesn't watch these movies. The average American doesn't have Netflix and all these other things that people are now watching movies on. These are all cable channels that are premium channels. And so the, the Oscars are pretty much screwing themselves over. But the milk thing, I didn't even see it. I saw it last night. And so Robin made a batch of fresh cookies last night. Mm. Right out the oven. Fresh out the kitchen. It's like a re-nix of the ignition. Hot and fresh. <laughs> so what happens? I go and say, hey, I smell the cookies. Robin said, take them out of the oven. And you know about fresh-made cookies. Oh, yeah. They just, she, just... Had the van- she had the chocolate chip. And then she had the white macadamia chocolate chip. I know somebody who can't go on without dessert, and they would have loved to have those fresh-baked cookies, man. So what do I do? I go in the kitchen, and I said, I got to have... And what do you have to have when you got fresh kitchen? Oh, milk, bro. Right? You got to have a glass of milk. I mean, it should be, a, it should be a, a federal offense to not have milk with hot, fresh cookies out of the oven. Am I wrong here? It's sacrilegious. Police just break sacrilegious. into your home. If they smell cookies... Or donuts, where police will always break. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a we got a disturbance here. Yeah, I smell some prep. Yeah. Smell some donuts cooking we up. In there. We need to get to the kitchen. Yeah, the way. So anyway, so last night we were down to almost no milk. No, no milk left. And because I watched the Joaquin Phoenix cow thing and the milks, and we're taking the babies and they're taking the milk out Just of the babies. Just mix it with some water, man. No, I poured the remaining little bit of milk down the drain. To stand up for all of the people out there. All those poor almond, almonds that are being squeezed to death to produce almond milk in America. All those poor cows who have those machines attached to their teats to pull the milk out. By the way, yes. I, I've actually worked on a dairy farm. I know, that's, uh, but I have. I, when I lived up in Friesland, I was uh, in Friesland. It's the northern part of the Netherlands. She lived right, right next to a dairy farm. And I would get up because I loved helping and I loved being around the animals. And so I would help milk cows. Cows I've enjoy cows. it. 
Yeah. They, they are, I've milked it, it lactating is, Latinas. I've milked cows and some skinny chicks, there's too. There's nothing <laughs> like You don't have – they come running. They're, like, so excited to Woo! get hooked up to the machines. They're, and they're happy. Those things are going crazy. Yeah, they're happy to have it done. Have you had oat milk? Oat milk? Oat milk's fantastic. It's not why, milk. Why are you, it's not milk. By the way, Bro, almond milk you is not, on it's not milk. Gaff. You know this stuff is accessible, right? I almond mean, right. milk is not milk. They don't milk almonds. It's a scam. It's not. Yes. They, they can't even call it almond milk anymore. All those other, all these other milks, milks are natural. They come from women's breasts. They come from men's breasts. If you work it the right way and you take the right. Hormones. I have nipples, Tony. Can you milk me? There, it, it, people laugh at Tony. And but little it actually, Dominic it is Vincent possible. Bruno is now on mother's milk. He's working those tatas real strong right now. And he's up to four pounds and five ounces now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, fat pastor over here. You are still not mature enough. Yeah, I know he's I know, like it is. I, I, not, I know I'm not as smart as a 17-year-old or 16, whatever the hell you are. Mother's milk. It does a body good. How about little Dominic? Four pounds, five ounces. And why is he putting on weight every day? Because he's on the tata. He's on the teat. <laughs> Bert and Gus. The mod's head is going to explode in this discussion. <laughs> cool. <laughs> this is a PG-13 uh, breast rant. Milk is the essence of survival. Every human or animal that is born relies on its mother for sustenance, right? right. That's where we came from. Our right, origin. Robin? Correct. Every animal. You see it. When we had the kittens, when Lily had the kittens, all seven of the original seven, right on the teats right away. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how the teats know how many you have to have for the yeah. kids. You ever notice that an animal doesn't have more children, offspring, than, than the amount of teats necessary to feed them all, Robin? You've been around barnyard animals. Why is that, Robin? This is the kind of deep thinking. I've seen a grown man naked all the time, absolutely. Do you like movies about gladiators, though? I'm not doing a teat rant today. Teats are good. It is Ta-Ta Tuesday, after Excuse all. Excuse me. I happen to be passing. I thought you might like some coffee. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you. Well, won't you sit down? Thank you. Cream? No, thank you. I take it black. Like my man. Exactly. <laughs> still one of the greatest movies. That movie should have won every Academy Award that it year. It should still win every Academy Award. Exactly. <laughs> and, of course, Blazing Saddles was a close second. Hey, where the white women at? They're up on airplanes drinking their coffee black. It might be the greatest question ever asked him. <laughs> we're still, uh, by the way, Tony, Dean is still, we're, we're, I have to give the update every, every so often. We Dean, have breaking, we have an update now. Yeah, Dean is still the <laughs> Dean is still the leader in the clubhouse, $544.44, the leading bid. Because people are just checking in on the show now, more people are listening. And uh, Dean is the leading bidder at $544.44 for the football with all proceeds going to St. Jude. St. Jude's children's, re- and St. Jude doesn't even know yet. And we're going to send this money to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. There's one here in Philly. You know, they're not, mm-hmm. The headquarters, the main hospital is in Memphis, Tennessee. Danny Thomas started it back in the day, and his daughter Marlo Thomas is still running it. It's an unbelievable. I've always loved that name. Yeah, she's great. She sounds like she smoked a couple of uh, thousand cartons too many right now though, from back in the day. So anyway, that's what's going on. Meanwhile, we've got to get to the baseball. Now, did you get contact Adnan, Robin? Adnan Burke? You haven't given me his number. Well, he's on the, he's on the, uh, he's on, he's texting me. You texted him asking if he can come on. Okay. He texted me back. You know okay. what I'm saying? You know who's coming on the show in studio on Thursday? Who? 
Comedian Paul Mercur- Mercurio. Oh, I love Paul. Paul Mercurio. Yeah, we've, we've had, had him a couple on, times. We had him on the show before. He's coming into Philly. He's going to do the Punchline Comedy Club this weekend. And he keeps texting me. I were in Miami. I said, Paul, I'm in Miami. He said, when are you going to be back in Philly? And I told him. So he's coming into town should Thursday. Should go see him. He's coming in Thursday, and he's getting, a, he's getting a train from New York. And then he's going to come straight from the Penn Station, 30th Street Station, right to the studio on Thursday afternoon. So he'll be on the show live in the wine cellar for the very first time. I should just go pick him up. Yeah, you can pick him up. I'll pick him up. Why not? Save him what? A $10, $15 Uber uh, yeah, ride? Why not? Save I'll have to text Sorry, him. I finally, I'm charge him for it. I finally got um, the the tweet on about the auction on Twitter. So okay. It so took it's me now forever. up there on Twitter. We now know the high bid is five forty four forty four. Normally, we don't do uh, auctions based on cents on the end. Right. Because it Dean makes put, no sense. But Dean put it in there. Because we love that because our favorite number is what on this show? Four. Four. Exactly. Four. Thank you. Okay. Did you want me to contact Adnan, like, now? Well, yeah, okay. he, gave us, he gave me his phone number because I didn't have his okay. number. But Adnan, you know, the baseball is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Odubel Herrera is out there in center field with the Phillies. Mm-hmm. In a spring invitee. Of course, the Phillies have, like, 5,000 spring. And one thing we've learned about this whole pitchers and catchers thing and the countdown and all the other stuff is that this is the date that usually, for most teams, that just the pitchers and catchers show up. But baseball's changed. There have been guys down there, for example, at the Phillies camp in Clearwater. Guys show up early. Mm-hmm. They're down there like a week in advance because they're getting out of the cold weather. <clears throat> and I told you I ran into uh, the Phillies' first baseman, Reese Hoskins, in ShopRite or Acme a couple of weeks ago. You tell me he stinks? No, he was looking for milk. Oh, okay. And he was with his <laughs> wife. For milk too. He doesn't stink. He How does he stink? He stinks. He's the most overrated player on the team. By the way, is this breaking news from baseball? Speaking of that, no. What do you got, Tom? The Boston Red Sox have finally uh, selected a new manager today. Ron Renicky is the interim manager. That's a baseball name, if I ever heard. Ron, you don't remember Ron Renicky? Nope. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? Who the fuck is that guy? Come on, look up Ron Renicky. He played for the Phillies. He played for a bunch of teams. I'll look him up right now. Ron Renicky. How do you spell Renicky? R O E. I got it. Ron Renicky. That's bad baseball knowledge right there, man. He was with Milwaukee for a little while, too. Yeah, he played for a bunch of Former professional baseball player and manager. He's the current bench coach for the Boston Red Sox. He was previously the manager of the Milwaukee Brewers and the coach of the Los Angeles Dodgers and Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Los Angeles Disneyland adjacent. adjacent. He's yes. been around. He's a baseball. 63 years old. Yeah, he's, a, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's an old school baseball guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not you. Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. Not Ga- Gary Renicky, his his brother, I think. Gary Renicky, his brother, was he a stud. He sucked as a player. My God, Who, Ron Renicky, career seventeen home runs. He batted two thirty eight. He had one hundred thirteen RBIs in seven years. But do you realize that most of the great managers in baseball were not star players? No, I know. I'm just come saying, on, as a man. Player, he sucked. He didn't have to be good. He was with the Phillies in eighty six and eighty seven. You remember Gary Renicky? Look up his brother, Gary Renicky. Gary Renicky was a stud player. You know, that happens in a lot of families. You got one guy who's a superstar, and then the other brother's not that good. You got Cal Ripken, his brother. His brother. You know, Fu Manchu on this guy. Who, Ron Renicky? Oh, yeah. Or Gary Renicky? On Gary. Gary Renicky, yeah. He had the great Fu Manchu back in that era. Gary played from 76 to. But look at his numbers, Idiot. though, versus his brother. Check out his numbers. He was a damn good player. 
He had 121 home runs, 410 mm-hmm. RBIs. He was, a, he was a solid player. Wasn't an everyday player. No, but he was solid. Billy Ripken is the brother. And you know what Billy, Billy Ripken's Ripken. claim to fame is, right? Yeah, he's got the FU on the bottom. I have of the that bat. card. So do I. I have the card yeah. where the bat, the bat, the knob of the bat in his picture, yeah, which was an F-U. error card, said the word FU on there. Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest error cards ever made. And I got a hold of one. And I, I got him. I think I got him to sign it for me, too, Billy Ripken. Card. I have the card. Too. Who's on the MLB network, too. The Ripken brothers are good. They're good broadcasters, too. And when you drive down to Maryland, you see the. The big uh, complex there. Even though I think Cal Ripken has his own baseball stadium Cal's down there. Cal's a little overrated. Come on, a little overrated. No, he, look, if my dad showed up to work every day. He's not in the Hall of Fame. So all he did was show up to work every single day. That Cal Ripken was a great player. He was okay. Get out. Are you crazy, man? <laughs> You're starting to piss me off now, I'm man. Just trying to get I'm going to have to get your ass out of here. I'm just getting a, that's all right. It's not on my. Let's go to the gym or something. It's fine. I had Tony Bruno uh, cards, trading cards, too. Did you really? Point. Yeah, I don't know where they are, though. From Clearwater when you went to uh... – Yeah, I have my Phillies card mm-hmm. from my Dream Week. I had. I was on the cover of – I have a Dream Week card. Did you get any hits while you were down there? Against the Schleps, I did. Yeah. But then when I faced – I told you, when you play the Dream Game at the end of the year where you play against former major leaguers, uh-huh. I faced Daryl Knowles. <laughs> Daryl Knowles, he was 40 years old at the time. Yeah, good luck. But he had just retired from baseball. And so what does he do? He goes up there with all these guys who go down to Clearwater. And they, this happens at all major league facilities. You know, they have a dream week. They get the old school players come out, coach these guys up, guys in their 30s and 40s, 40s who think they're hot shots and got a lot of money. They go down there and they play baseball against, you know, the Larry Boas and all these other. And it's a lot of fun. It's a fun week. Mm-hmm. But if you don't work out and you don't go out and run or do anything, you just show up. Guys pull up lame on the second day, you know, because they'll hit, they'll hit a ball and then they'll try to beat it out at first base and then they'll blow out an ankle hamstring, or, a hamstring or an ankle and then they just soar and they can't play. By the end of the week when you play this dream game, most of these guys can't walk. And so even though I wasn't a great it's player, nightmare week I would like, I'd become a pinch runner. I would play and then so, some of the, you know, the guys on my team were blown out that I had to run for them. But these guys paid a lot of money. Now, Streamlabs is uh, now already... Telling people to refrain from using foul language, Robin, once again. I know. I'm looking under moderation to see what else I can change, what other level. Can we get I rid of the change. moderator? Yeah. No, can we just fire getting... the moderator? No. We can't get rid of them completely, but. Sometimes am... maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. I'm going we to now change. We got to get this moderator and we get talk their to the ass. moderator. Can we have a conversation exactly. with the moderator and sit down and be like, look, what is the problems? Is this like the guy in Deal or No Deal, the dealer? Oh, Remember yeah. in the show, they would call him on the phone, and he's upstairs in the booth, and you only saw a silhouette of him? All right. Remember no, when he would call him? The, the banker. The banker, that's right, the banker. Right. And I'm going to see what it says now. I would have crushed deal or no deal. You would have crushed that? I would have crushed it. You're full of crap, man. Why? I would have crushed deal or no deal. Yeah, man, deal. it's all about percentages. It's all it is. It's all about percentages. I thought I had the theme song. It was one of my favorite theme songs, though. You know, the, the deal or no deal music? You yeah. had it. I have it in here somewhere. This is my favorite. Oh, thing. we have a new high bidder. We do? We do? Whoa, yes. wait, 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 where wait, is wait, it now? Wait, 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 wait. Damn, that is. <laughs> All right, new high bidder. That really bitter. tops it out. My broomstick becomes erect and stands straight up whenever I hear that song. Previous high bid was 544.44. Current high bid is? Let's go to the tote board. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an update. Cujo knows. 
now would like to bid on the football for $575. He screwed a $10 increment. He's blowing it out of the water with a $31 jump. Plus uh, uh, 54 cents. Yeah, 30, 50. He evened it out. So the new high bid is what, Robin? 575. Uh, and Cujo Knows is the high bidder right now. We will have a complete update Do I hear tonight. Six? And what I've done is I have a banner running at the top showing the estimated value and the current high bid so that people know what they can bid on. Cujo Knows, 575 right now. The leader in the clubhouse, as we like to say. Beautiful, man. Oh, Dean is over here going, what are you doing to me? You know, Dean, he's itching. I know. He's itching. This is what an auction is. You know what an auction is. I know what an auction I've been in a couple of auctions. I've been involved in an auction. I was auctioned off once. That's right. How did that turn out? I went for a cool 1300 bucks, brother. I was auctioned off a couple of times in San Francisco at the KNBR auction. I got to have lunch with a couple of lovely ladies who were outbidding what was each it? other. What was the f highest bid that you ever went for? I was like, it mine was, was uh, it was, was thirteen hundred bucks for breast cancer. I think yours. Mine was like a grand, and I got to have lunch with the woman, I and then I took her back to my hotel more. room. Oh. That was that. It was it was lunch, and then and, uh, and, and then the after party. Lunch and munch, right? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> lunch and then munch. My uh, my female suitor was a little bit older, but it was uh, it she was, was a, a little nice, older too. But she we was went good. out, we had dinner. It was she a nice night. Good. We did a little dancing. It was a nice night. No, that was right. That was great. I did it two years in a row. I auctioned myself off, and both years. Very lovely ladies, well-to-do ladies, uh -huh. ladies of wealth and elegance, decided that they had to have lunch with me. Where'd you go to lunch? Do you remember any place you went to lunch? It was the same restaurant where we did the... Uh, oh, the same place, okay. So we did it in right near uh, Candlestick, not Candlestick, at uh, Pac Bell, whatever it's called now, AT&T Park in San Francisco. Great ballpark. Have you been to that San Francisco ballpark? No, I, I went past it on the, on the tour when I was in San Francisco. Beautiful ballpark. Mm -hmm. Great backdrop with the bay and the water and the Cubby Cove. I got to say something, man. I, I, I can't afford to live there, but if I could, I would be in San Francisco. I love it out there. Man. No, I, I listen, the I had chances to move there. I never lived there, but I was I on can't the afford air there to live every there. day. It's, but it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. It's I a gorgeous it. city. Unfortunately, there's a lot of crap in the streets and stuff, and hopefully they get that cleaned up, but that's, that's happening everywhere, unfortunately. Anyway, let's get it back to baseball. Lunch and munch is a good one, Luigi. Lunch yeah, that is a good one. <laughs> Lunch and munch. Lunch and munch, baby. Lunch and munch. It's one of my favorite meals. I think Robin actually met one of the women who uh, won the I auction. I did. I did. It was funny because I didn't start working with you until I think it was like two years after that particular auction. And uh, I, I, I met her. She, she was hoping that there was going to be another one. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, okay. She came back for more. Wait a minute. Now, AJ in San Antonio, if Tony auctions himself off now, would that be on Antique Roadshow? <laughs> I actually have Robin's live from, from the auction. Oh, we do? I could not fit one more thing inside ah. of me. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Oh, hey. It's been a year since I played it. Antique Roadshow. Speaking show. of fitting one more thing. Um, Robin, Tony, can you turn my machine back on now, yeah. please? Tony and I, this morning, we, um, Bill Romanowski is helping us get back in shape. We've already started some of the other things, you know, trying to feel better. The facial product with BioLumiere, the coral, making sure that our mouth is healthy because mouth bacteria is the yep. one of the number one causes of heart disease. And um, uh, the aches and pains with our ghost sleeves. But um, Bill is helping us with nutrition. 
and he's going to be sending some of his Nutrition 53 Lean so that we have the meal Which replacements. Which is phenomenal, but we have, phenomenal shakes. You know, I was having them for years. Getting swole, bro. Getting swole. And he... Not swole. You just, it's, it's good protein. Getting lean. You're getting lean. Getting lean. lean. And he had his nutritionist, Leanne, call us this morning and... She is setting us up with meal, uh, like a strict meal plan. We're, yep. She's telling I us. I said we, no, tuna, no tuna fish. We have to I don't get, want any tuna cans no or pouches. No onions, no tuna fish, and no charcuterie. You know, Tony, you can tuna we have piano, to get rid. You fish, you know? We have to get rid of like half of the stuff in our kitchen. She's making us like do a purge. I do a purge. I want to do a purge in the city, actually, go outside at night. You, wait, you got the balls to go outside at night in this city? Well, I'd have to have heavily armored, like an armored vehicle, and go out and do a purge in this town. Speaking of armored vehicle, I might be working for an armored vehicle. Really? Yeah, man, I filled an app for them. They're going to give me a gun. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> because I'm going to shoot somebody. That's why. Adnan it just texted me back, and he says, Damn, I'm doing MLB. I'm hosting MLB Network from 2 to 6 p.m. Damn it, Robin. Why didn't you do it earlier? <laughs> You he didn't muscle. get back to me. Jesus. Love Adnan Burke. Now on the MLB network. Because, you know, one of the things, and I want to talk about this. We got. You see this uh, baseball desperation? It hasn't happened yet. They're considering it. Rob Manfred, who has to try to get baseball away from the Astros scandal, you know, and the Red Sox and all these players who cheated and the banging on the trash cans and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we were at Marlin Stadium uh, at Super Bowl last week, is that last week already? Or is it two weeks ago? Last week. For media night, they had it inside. Two the, weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Was yeah, it would be two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When we were inside Marlin Stadium, two weeks from tonight, actually, they had trash cans in the dugouts where the dugouts would be because they had it. They didn't have a baseball configuration, but they, it wasn't a football configuration. They just you could see the the warning tracks and everything else. They took the sculpture out of center field, but it's a beautiful ballpark, that Marlins mm-hmm. Park. But they had trash cans where the dugout was. So I took a picture of it. It says Marlins Park on it. And it was a joke because, obviously, the Astros were hitting, banging on trash cans to send signals out. You know the whole story. That's a big deal. Right. Everybody got fired. The Astros, people want their World Series championship stripped. Dodgers fans are crying. Yankee fans are crying because of the Red Sox. Where Alex Cora was involved. And everybody was cheating. And so now as baseball gets ready to start spring training, Baseball has to do something to try to distract away from the Astro scandal, right, from the cheating and the sign stealing, which has been going on forever. So Rob Manfred, according to Joel Sherman, who's a great reporter up in New York, he says baseball is considering what I consider to be a gimmick, but it has some good points and it's got bad points. Starting in 2021, again, they're considering it. They're not saying they're going to do it. They're just floating it out there to see what the world thinks about this idea. How about 14 teams make the playoffs, not 10? Okay. So they want to add four more teams to the postseason. Okay. And, you know, you look at hockey and and basketball. I mean, half the teams get in, and a lot of them suck. Yeah. I mean, there are teams, the eight seeds. Most of your eight seeds are horrible. Oh, they're horrible. They got no shot of winning. In the NBA, you're 10 games under. You're you're like the seventh seed. Exactly. And so that's the way it's set up. And there's very, very rare chances for those teams to actually win. It's happened – but not anymore. Not in this day and age when certain teams, you know, are now bringing guys in to make themselves super teams. Right. Eight seeds will not beat one seeds. For the most part. Exactly. In hockey, every now and again, you can get that. In hockey, it can happen. But in baseball and basketball, it's not happening. Exactly. So here's the pro- – and this is the part where I, I sort of understand it. 
Because let's go back to just this last year. The regular season is not important anymore. Right. Because you had the one seed, for example, the one seed last year were the Dodgers, right? The Dodgers won 106 games and lost 56 games. They were the one seed in the National League. You know who the wild card, and you know who they got to play? The wild card team. The wild card team were the Washington Nationals, who going into the postseason were the second best team in the National League. But because they didn't win their division, the two teams ahead of them that got buys were St. Louis and Atlanta. The Atlanta Braves won the National League East. Mm -hmm. The Nationals got the wild card as the second team in the National League East. St. Louis won their division, so they get the first-round pick. So they're saying that the one seed should have a better advantage in a five-game series than just having one extra game at home. Okay. And what they're proposing is to have like a Sunday night TV show, sort of like the NCAA selection show, where the team that's the second-best team in the league or the team that's the best team in the league gets to pick who they play in the first round from the other seeds. Hmm. For example, the Dodgers, who actually lost to the Nationals. Pick your opponent. The Dodgers lost. Do you think the Dodgers would have taken the Washington Nationals if they had a choice? When you look at the Nationals' pitching staff, how hot they were playing? If you're the Dodgers and you rack up 106 wins in the regular season. I don't want no part of that. Nobody, no. You did not want a part of the Washington Nationals going into the play, right? And so what happens? The Nationals get hot. They were hot already. They go in and they eliminate the number one seed, the right. Dodgers, in the first Why the round. Why do I want to face Scherzer and, and, uh, and exactly. Strasburg? No. Exactly. So from that perspective, you know, this isn't an apologizing for the Dodgers. The Dodgers really got screwed because they didn't get a chance to pick. The, now, most teams, don't, most teams don't pick their opponents. You know, no. there's a system. The one seed plays the lowest seed, blah, blah, blah. I think it's And ridiculous. since the Nationals were the lowest seed, the Dodgers got to play them. And unfortunately for the Dodgers – they got knocked out. You think the Dodgers would have rather have played the St. Louis Cardinals or the Atlanta Braves yeah. than the Washington Nationals? Absolutely. And so that's why they're thinking that that's a more fair way to do it because you can't make them best of seven series in that first round. You can't because then baseball would be going into Thanksgiving if you continue to lengthen these series. Yeah, you'd be getting close to the Because remember, they did a best of three for a while. Right. And then they made it a best of five because the best of three, your best pitcher goes out there in game one and wins. The season, the series is pretty much over. Wouldn't the wild card now be shortened to a best of three? No. No, really. They're going to keep it as is. Now, they, again, this, these are all proposals. Just talks. Just talks. They're now, just Seth talking. Everett's going to join us, Robin? Is he on the line right, right now? Right now? Oh, oh, ladies, let's go to a man who's got a mind for baseball and his money on his mind and he does entertainment. I mean, he's, a, he's sort of like me. He's a bon vivant. He understands everything. He just doesn't focus on baseball. He's not just a old rotisserie league guy. Before there was fantasy, there was rotisserie. Not rotisserie chicken. That's always been around. I go for some right now. I, I am too. It's good stuff. And it's really worth it because you, you go buy a chicken yourself and you try to cook it. It's not even worth the five ninety nine when you go into a supermarket and get a nice chicken. Am I right, the Seth Everett? Uh, that's the best. That's the healthiest, too. Sam right, good man. Good for you. How are you, buddy? I miss you, man. We got to talk. We're talking right now. I love what you're doing on Twitch. I watch it all the time. Well, thank you, man. Seth Everett, of course, baseball aficionado. Old school, new school. He's not one of these guys who goes back. disheartened fool. And exactly right. Well, you're a New York uh, Mets fan, aren't you? Not at all. Oh, my God, no. You a Yankee fan? Neither. Uh Neither. 
No, I, look, I worked for the Mets. I took a paycheck from them, but I know exactly who runs them, and I can't stand that. Team. All right, I was so you're going to go Jessica Mendoza on us now, right? <laughs> yeah. Only that team would hire Jessica Mendoza. <laughs> that is such a Mets thing to do. And, you know, my, my late great partner, the late great uh, Daryl Hamilton, put a hex on them. He's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and he believed in hexes. He put a hex on them in 2001. And when he passed away, they passed the hex to me. So the hex lives, and I have put a hex on the Mets and went up $2.6 billion, billion dollar deal to purchase the Mets from those slimy Wilpons falls through. You cannot tell me the hex doesn't live. It does. See, I was joking. I, was, I wanted to get him to start ripping the Mets, so I called him a Mets fan. And you see what happens. <laughs> All you got to do is call somebody a Mets fan. Nobody <laughs> wants any parts of the Mets right now. Yeah. Not even a guy that – I saw Francesa was praising the uh, – this Cohen guy who wanted to buy the Mets and he thought he had a deal and he was calling him a flamboyant guy, like flamboyant this. He called him flamboyant like 15 times in a 20-second soundbite. I guess he was too flamboyant. What happened with that deal? I know him. I, I, I met him once, and I don't think flamboyant is the word I would use. <laughs> um, but I, if you look at my iPhone right now, there are four Steve Cohens. My uncle is Steve Cohen. The guy who runs SiriusXM is Steve Cohen. Yep. And I know two other Steve Cohens. And I don't know where the fourth guy came from, but I'm calling his number. I want to know if he's the billionaire. <laughs> this place is restricted, Wang, so don't tell me you're Jewish. Exactly. Yeah, now that's not the same guy. No, I'm, I, I'm just bummed it's not my uncle. That would have been awesome. So how come that deal fell through? The guy's a billionaire. His name's Steve Cohen. Why did it fall through? Yes. Because the Wilpons are slimy sons of Wow. I got a and I work there, Steve so Cohen. I know. How do you really feel yeah, about the Mets? How do you really Mets, feel? Oh, there, it was it was one of those fights that when I can write the tell-all, that's chapter two. Chapter one is having sex on the mound. Well, no, that's old school. <laughs> that's old school. That's no. when baseball was fun. You know what guys would play <laughs> with themselves fun. in the bullpen. That was fun, and those were the days. <laughs> guys would masturbate in the bullpen instead of just sitting there doing no, nothing. Have you ever been inside the Green Monster? No, I've never been inside there. I've been to Fenway, but I've never been inside. You're talking about my girlfriend like that. If you look at the walls, if you come on, I had a joke. If you look at the walls, you'll see signatures of like Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams. These these signatures have been there since the beginning of Fenway Park. Right. Just don't touch the walls. Exactly right. Exactly. Sort of like Gum Alley in uh, in Santa Cruz. Yeah. uh, Have you been to? Yeah. There's a there's an alley in Santa Cruz, California where it's got gum. People put their gums on the wall, oh, and you walk gross. through it. And I walked through it, and I, I, I pulled the, uh, the what's-his-name in the movie, uh, in, in the, the Christmas movie, where he eats the gum elf? off the cell. Uh, an elf. An elf. I pulled an elf, oh. and I pulled a gum off once to see if it was fresh enough, and I started chewing it. No, I'm kidding. I didn't do that. You right. did not do that. There's no, no way. You're too smart for that. Well, I used to be. Now, let's get into to, uh, the, the story at hand today. Not just okay. spring training and... You know, the, Ron Renneke has been hired as the Red Sox manager. I'm sure you've heard that now, right? Ron yeah. Renneke well, is in. Well, he was hired. Did you see? He was hired five days ago. They, they've been waiting on the announcement, and all the beat writers went up to him and said, congratulations. He said, not yet. Well, there's your scoop. Exactly. So Ron <laughs> Renneke, who was hired, just like the Mookie Betts trade, they wanted to make sure the Mookie Betts trade went through before they named Ron Renneke the manager, right. even though he's been a bench coach for them uh, for a couple of years. But he's been around. I mean, this guy's got a baseball pedigree. And certainly they needed to get somebody in there because spring training is starting and they didn't have a manager yet. At least uh, the Mets made it. Your favorite team, the Mets, at least 
got a new manager in there quickly. That guy looks, he looks so young. I would say clubhouse attendant if he walked up to me. I, he is tiny. He is, he's tiny and he's young as heck. And everybody vouches for this guy. I've never met him, but I loved his dad, uh, Felipe Alou. Yes. Uh, he was a great manager. So if he's got anything that Felipe Alou's got, that's great. Did you hear the story why they have two different last names? No, I don't know. I, that, I was thinking about that because, you know, the Alou fan, you got Felipe, you got Jesus. I mean, Moises, the Alou's were Moises, made. Moises Alou. Hands. Yeah, Mo- yeah, right. So, and that's the other thing. Don't shake Luis Rojas's hands because if Moises told him that's the way to avoid blisters, he pees on his hands. Exactly. You remember that? Um, Moises Alou. Goes, yeah, he used to pee on his hands. Yeah, the story goes in many Latin countries and many Latin cultures, the surname is the middle name. And so what they wrote was Felipe Rojas Alou, because Alou was his middle name. Uh-huh. And when he signed in the 60s, they just wrote Alou. And he was too shy or something he didn't want to say. So he never wanted to correct anybody, and he just became Felipe Alou. And everybody knew. And because he had such success, Moises wanted his name. This and, is great inside base. You're not getting but, this kind of baseball knowledge anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is deep inside baseball. Yeah. Deep. This very is why you deep. called, right? <laughs> no, I want to get into the spring training idea, not the spring training, but the Rob Manfred idea that yeah. Joel Sherman. The criminal. Uh, the criminal Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred yesterday. Joel Sherman, who's a respected writer in New York, if there is such a thing anymore. But, the, yeah. you know, he's good. No, he's very good. Not and, the friendliest, but very nice. Very exactly. He doesn't have to be friendly. You know right. what I mean? He's, he's, a, he's a good baseball guy. Very good writer. And Rob Manfred is now considering what I call a gimmick for the postseason. And I know the argument about the Dodgers, if they had a chance, would they wanted to play the Washington Nationals in the divisional round of the baseball playoffs last year. And everybody says, no, they would rather have played Atlanta or St. Louis. Do you like that idea at all? I don't know about expanding the 14 teams. It certainly will keep a lot of teams still in the mix and, and paying attention to baseball deeper into the season. What do you think about this, Rob Manfred? I, I think it's a gimmick. Some of it makes sense. Some of it's I, stupid. I have been... I've been very straight with you for years, decades now. I've known you. It is the dumbest thing I've heard in weeks. It is so stupid and so lipstick on a pig. You know, baseball has had declining attendance numbers for seven straight years. You know that baseball is in a situation where they went under 70 million for the first time since 2003. This is a sport that has so many issues on the field. Start messing around with the one aspect of baseball that actually works, which is its postseason. And people will say, oh, the one game for the wild card. Anybody who doesn't like the one game for the wild card, it beats the alternative. And if you don't like being the one game wild card, win more. You'll win your division. Don't worry about it. The playoffs are not broken. Baseball's broken. And for the criminal Rob Manfred to come out and try to create a reality show, and I thought that a lot of funny things on Twitter, if you think that's going to get me to subscribe to MLB Network, you are dreaming. When I could just go on Twitter and find out if the Red Sox are going to play the Brewers or the Twins, that's ridiculous. And the, the idea that what they want to do is, you know, their, their problems, they have too many strikeouts. I'll give you one statistic. This sport has, in 2018, 11,000 less balls hit in play than 2008. That's 10 years. Wow. So this is not the old man going, baseball was better than the 60s. Like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> this is 10 years ago. And 
that the fact that this sport has eliminated stolen bases, they've diminished the value of the starting pitcher, they've taken the managers completely out of the game, they've made it slow as molasses, they have everybody throws 100 miles an hour, and these games are boring. And you're going to tell me you want to tweak because you're going to create a reality show? It's the biggest waste of time. No, I totally agree. I'm glad you're, uh, you're partially fired up for this. Um. <laughs> I, went on a rant. I went on a rant this morning, and I, and I yelled. I almost cursed on the air, and I said, you know what? That's not the Tony Bruno way. Well, uh, it's clo- I get close to that now, especially on the podcast on Twitch. I can say yeah. like words like shit and stuff like that. I can say I the words that, that George Carlin told us we couldn't say. That's right. And I got to know George Carlin. I met him in Venice when I was out in L.A., and I'm glad that we are now living in an era, especially without FCC regulation, where we can do shows on the Internet and say all the seven words I think he that gave George you Carlin. Blanche, I think he gave you carte blanche. He gave me carte blanche. I got but the you blessing. you sued if you played George Carlin saying that. No I, no, I won't get sued if I play. I play George Carlin all the time. He's my favorite comedian oh, of good. all time. And there's a lot of great ones that I grew up admiring, as you well know. So yeah, now, so this thing, and so you don't like the idea of a Sunday night TV show at the end of the season where they do like the NCAA selection show and they bring out Digger Phelps and he decides which team's going to play which team. Or, you know. <laughs> what Sunday night show is doing really well? <laughs> Are any of the award shows doing well? Now, the selection show has actually seen a decline in ratings mm-hmm. simply because the Internet and Twitter exist. Yep. And they've had to tweak that show because, remember, they used to stall it for 40 minutes, yes. and then it was leaking everywhere, and the brackets were coming out. There's all these things. Those shows don't work. And this idea that you're going to put these, ma- these teams and have to create the, the angst of who do you want to play, the Twins or the, or, or the, or the Brewers, I, I, just, I couldn't even imagine. I know the Brewers are in the National League, but I thought it was funny. The idea that, that you want to tweak these playoffs and – you know, anything you want to do to the schedule, because I've heard about radical realignment. I heard this from people in both the league office and the union about abolishing the American and National League and creating an Eastern and Western conference and making all the divisions based on geography. So you would do it like hockey. You know, the best thing about hockey, right? If you're a Flyers fan, you have the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, all within 50 miles. Well, in baseball, you could have a division of the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets, the Phillies, the Orioles, and the Nationals. I'm just throwing it out there. And you could do that all over the country. You'd cut down on your travel because if you kept interdivisional play, you wouldn't have that stupid interleague. And you could, you could actually have something where the trips, you know, the Seattle Mariners travel so much. Let them play the A's, the Giants, the Angels, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Let them play all those teams and develop real rivalries. You know, these interleague games are such gimmicks, they, they, they don't draw fans. But if you found out that all of a sudden the Giants and A's are battling in the same division, you'd care about that. And I think that that's been proposed. And a lot of this stuff's going to come out in the new CBA. And they have to do a new CBA. They have to figure out free agency, and they have to figure out how the union is going to protect the value of the starting pitcher when all these teams are using openers and they're going to try to keep those salaries to what they are. And if you're noticing, big-time starting pitchers don't get paid anymore. And that scares the union because what it does is it changes the, per, you know, the average salaries, and they want those averages up. Well, and no, wait a minute. A couple of pitchers made some bank uh, in the last couple of seasons, Seth. Yes, you have to be the elite. 
you have to do the ultimate elite. And what teams are saying is, why would I pay $120 million for one pitcher when I can use six pitchers over three days, each guy going three innings? That's what Tampa has done. And, you know, as long as that exists, it's, a, it's an evolution of the sport. And like I said, all I want is get rid of that stupid long, launch angle, that stupid shift, and start getting the ball hit and play more. You know, the average amount of time between balls hit in play in modern Major League Baseball this year was 3 minutes and 49 seconds. Dude, that's a song on iTunes. Wow. Not even that's a good too, song either. That's, that's the problem. Too, that's too, too much. And, you know, I got in trouble because I said that I, I, was, I did my taxes during a Rockies-Brewers game, <laughs> and I watched the season premiere of Daredevil in a Major League press box. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right about that because he got <laughs> basketball has a three-point shooting problem. Everybody shoots threes in the yep. league. Well, three-pointers yep. became dunks. That's what they exactly. Became. And then you got baseball, and you're absolutely right about the strikeouts. I mean, you got guys who can't hit now. Major league pitching flailing away. You know, and then, listen, I like the strike zone. I like the box thing. You know, they tried it for a while. I like I like the fact that baseball's trying to get into the 20th century even though we're 20 years into the 21st century. But they're going to go from one extreme to the other. And, again, I'm, I know it's older people. They're trying to get young people. How are you going to get younger yeah, Seth people? Seth is being called a boomer on the conversation. Yeah, yeah, well, how are you going to get room. young people to watch the sport when guys can't hit the stinking baseball? I have an idea. What? It's been talked about for years. Universal DH. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, it would, it all would these people, if, if you don't watch this sport, watch the sport today – and tell me who any of the players are. I have challenged radio shows in the past. Come out of a commercial break, play a random soundbite of Mike Trout, and give a T-shirt to the first person that recognizes his voice. You couldn't pick out Jose Altuve out of a lineup. Well, you might have to if he gets found guilty of all this other cheating and stealing. <laughs> well, if he stands on a milk crate like Mike Bloomberg, maybe you could pick them out because then he would be taller and then you would know who they were. No, recognition has gone down. You're right about that, Seth. I agree with you, Seth. I'm, I, you know, I am a boomer. You're not a boomer. I'm not. I'm, I'm younger than that. I know you are, and that's. And again, it's, this I'm is a cord old, cutter. This isn't old guys yelling at, uh, you know, out yelling in the up in the upper deck that, that the nope. player sucks or rushing onto the field like White Sox fans did to beat up the umpire and the first base coach and an umpire. Now, R. Fitz G. is saying people are getting tired of the players in sports today. They make too much money, and the respect for the fan, and they don't respect the fans, and they. What? For the game and the games anymore like back in the old days. Now is that That's a that's a boomer. That's a boomer. That's a boomer. Sure. Because but, listen, but we were complaining that... I remember when I was a kid, we were complaining when guys got a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god, he's making a hundred thousand dollars to play fault. a game. It's not the players', it's not the players fault. Exactly. But I do think that there is something to to when when you see these players that are rude to uh, fans that but they're that's doing stuff. But that always happened, Robin. And now with social media has no, ex- ex- exacerbated but that. But they're for- making like $100 million a year, and you're like, what the F, man? But here's the thing that we forget. They're just going to work. Yep. I know. That's it. They're just going to work. No, they but that's not, the, that's not the problem. The problem is in basketball, they've created, re- you know, it's reality television stars yes. out of all these guys. Yep. Right. You know who Kawhi's friends with. And you know who doesn't like LeBron and who loves LeBron. You know those things. And you don't know anything about these players. People think Bryce Harper is a malcontent. People have never tried to talk to him. 
and just ask him who he is and what he likes, and they don't know those things. And it's amazing to me how these players just go through anonymity. Christian Yelich, he spent, he met with a PR firm to try to change their image. And I can swear to you, there are listeners to your show that don't know who Christian Yelich is. He was the runner-up for the MVP last year, and he won the MVP the year before. And I totally agree with you on that, man. You're absolutely right. And we see their faces. I know they have hats on. You know, basketball players have the luxury. We all see who they are. We know who they are, and they market it brilliantly. In 2018, the World Series, the Red Sox you know, won the World Series. And everybody thought it was a great World Series because they played L.A. and it was two top five markets. And I said it, it, game four was in Fenway Park. And I said on Twitter then, the most popular person in the building is David Ortiz. And he's been retired for six years. Exactly. You're exactly right, man. Well, I mean, wouldn't it And be- I love baseball. You love baseball, not, too. And I'm not the old man going, oh, Ted Williams in my day, call you Stresky. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. It's, it's not that. It's, it's, I remember 08. 08, the Philadelphia Phillies beat the Tampa Bay Rays. I covered that series. And I thought that sport was romantic. It was beautiful. And it had drama. And nothing sold drama more than baseball. And now you have percentages where these relief pitchers come in and they are all 88% effective. So if you think about a sport, the most exciting part of any sport, football, basketball, hockey, the last couple of minutes are the best, best moments of the, of the sport. But in baseball, the seventh, eighth, ninth inning are the slowest, and the chance of the team that's losing coming back is so small, it's not worth your investment. And, you know, Keith Olbermann said this many, many years ago when I started working with him in the 80s that if baseball did not exist and it were invented today and nobody knew anything about it, it would fail. It would fail. Because young people would say, what the hell is that out there? Yet hockey, which is a sport that includes the physicality, the skill, the skating, is a sport that people don't like for some reason. But baseball is – the reason people love baseball because of its history – and the romantic part of the history of baseball. So you're saying you would flip it. it would, well, you wouldn't flip it personally, but it would be flipped as in, like, baseball would be a niche sport and hockey would be Amer- America's pastime. Yeah, again, I love baseball. You know, the fact that it's on in the summer and it's really not challenged by many other sports helps it. But I then- don't push. I don't push my, my life. I'm a Prince fan. I don't tell you if you don't like Prince, you're not, you're not a music fan. I, don't, I, I never say that to people. But when baseball but, – but when I challenge anybody, go to a hockey game, and just sit in the stands. Don't watch it on TV. Sit in the stands. Look me in the eye and tell me it's awful. Yeah. Tell me it's boring. Can't do it. And in hockey, the competitive balance where you have six teams last year over 500 that didn't make the playoffs. Whereas in baseball, if you look at the stat that I tweeted, at Seth underscore Everett, the stat that I tweeted two years ago, if they had this current playoff proposal in place, Two seventy-nine win teams under five hundred would have made the playoffs. I know it's it's and, and because they they keep paying the, the networks have to keep paying more for the product. They want to make sure that their next contracts are bigger, not lower. Once the networks don't give the MLB the kinds of money, don't increase the rights fees. That's telling you that the sport. And that's why they're doing this, Seth. These proposals by Manfred, they're not going to do it because Manfred's going to be laughed off the planet with uh, this proposal. A, well, do me a favor. Let's, i, I got to run, but let's do another segment another day 
and I'll explain to you all the reasons I can back up the claim he's a criminal. Criminal? Ooh, that is some wow. strong Ladies words. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Everett bringing the heat, the funk, the noise, the alacrity, the veracity, everything you need, except for guys stretching and throwing and soft toss. And you can toss. follow Seth on Twitter, at Seth underscore Everett. And he's following me. And he's this guy from Syracuse, too, and I still like him. <laughs> Seth, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for popping on, brother. You got it. I'll talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. But is he a smooth criminal? That's what I want to know. I wanted to ask the same question, but <laughs> it got a little I bit love of, Seth. It got away from me. Listen, I love people who have passion and energy. And Seth Everett does. I didn't put him on because I thought he was going to rip Rob Manfred. No. Put him on Someone's because I know him and I like him and. Someone's knocking at the door. Is it? Is there somebody okay. knocking at. Who's that knocking at the door? Somebody's ringing the bell. What's with this hot dog? I just got a message yes. on my phone. Right during the show, I get the alert, and it says, original hot dog factory and food drop tomorrow. And once again, Tony Bruno, your humble podcast host here on Twitch.tv, Tony Bruno Show, looks at his phone and says, what the hell is this all about? <laughs> and again, Robin, who sets this stuff up. Not that I'm against free food. Yeah, I was I was going to surprise you with it. Oh, was that your Valentine's present to me <laughs> to bring free hot dogs into the studio? Because I do know <laughs> you are a hot dog aficionado. You do. That is your go-to. The mustard and, is off the hot and, dog. And <laughs> since, since we, we are having sort of our last hurrah, before we are buckling down, we're getting our, our meal plan on Friday. We're going shopping. We're purging the kitchen and the pantry of all the foods we're not supposed to eat to make it easier on us so, this weekend. Um, but we have coming We're not in- emptying out the bodega, though. The bodegas in case is Armageddon or World War Three. <laughs> We've got to have staples. We have a hurricane. We've got, not hurricane. I'm talking about Armageddon. I'm talking about meteors. I'm talking about... The scorched earth. I'm talking about uh, bats falling from China into our soup while we're yeah. eating some like a nice uh, lamadonad, yeah. or you're eating a nice minestrone and a bat comes I'm falling down. I'm talking Phoenix Suns win an NBA title kind of end of the world shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But we have it's very exciting. Um, I'm sure that you've probably heard. Is this breaking news now? Yes, it is. Uh, let's go to the breaking news desk and your correspondent. Miss Robin on the hot dog delivery. Now, people that Tomorrow's have lived... Wednesday. What does hot dog have to do? Is it hot dog appreciation day? No, it's no, no, no. This is this is a big deal. Um, anybody that lives in and around the Atlanta, Georgia area probably has heard of the original hot dog factory. I don't know. Maybe you've gone there when you were in Atlanta, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> it's my Tinder handle. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Is that anything? Does that have anything to do with the broom challenge? Which, by the way, is a total scam. My brother did it. The Fine. broom worked. No, of course it does, but it has nothing to do with nothing, gravity. It has to do with the bristles and the fact that you can just stand it up at any time if you position it correctly. And the of all the stupid, straight. listen, at least nobody's oh getting hurt God. with this broom handle challenge. You call my brother an idiot? Yes. Yes. Oh, fine. I'm just <laughs> yes. But let me finish. Can you ask me Go the ahead. question? Wiener Wednesday, least, yes. Can we, can we halt, Let's get it back to hot dogs. Can we halt your ADD for just a second? Let's get it back to the update. So the original hot dog factory is finally coming here, the, one of the first franchisees, uh, Aaron Anderson, is going to be bringing in some of the famous 
original hot dog I don't want no damn raw dog. onions in. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I want no damn onions in here, well, stinking up the wine uh, cellar like on, like raw hey, onions. You know what? He's bringing a variety, um, and their their hot dogs include things like the All American, which is the classic beef hot dog topped with ketchup, mustard, relish, and onions. Now, of course, no you don't onion. want the onions. But there's Can we like put the onions on outside. Can we leave them outside now so listen, it doesn't stink the house on the side? Listen to some of these. Like the Detroit <laughs> Coney, which is a beef hot dog topped with factory chili, <laughs> shredded cheese, and chopped onions. There's the Jamaican Jerk Chicken Dog. Ooh, yeah, you're Jamaican me horny, crazy. baby. Is Jamaican, Jamaican me crazy, Jerk baby. Seasoned Chicken Hot Dog <laughs> topped with grilled pineapples, chopped onions, <laughs> and sweet island sauce. I'm in. I'm in for that one. Doesn't that sound that delicious? Sounds I don't want no damn fruit on my hot now, dog. Now, get this one. The Italian Dog. I got one right here, baby. <laughs> 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 that set you up for that. The Italian dog is deep fried Italian. The Italian dog is a deep fried Italian sausage topped with grilled peppers and onions. Now let's see yeah, the baby. Chicago dog. Oh, that's, that's the one with the the, the pickle. And that has like everything in yeah. the kitchen sink. It's a beef hot dog topped with tomatoes, pickle spear, sport peppers. What sport peppers? Those are the little yellow banana peppers. They're, oh, yeah, not like Y two banana. I did not. Know not spider two Y banana. banana. Yeah. Sweet relish, onions, mustard, celery salt on a poppy seed bun. You oh. know what I say right now? Me, <laughs> me, yeah, um, hey, me. Oh, what's in the box? Now, oh, 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 I guess the Atlanta. Did you know the Atlanta hot dog is Does it come ex- with strippers? <laughs> <laughs> it might as well. It has a G-string, exactly. and you have to put a G-string around it to open it up exactly. to see what's inside. It comes the, with dollar bills falling out of it. The Atlanta dog is extra long. Oh, yes. yeah, baby, yeah. The, the extra long, foot-long beef Yeah, dog baby. <laughs> topped any way you like it. How many dogs can I eat? I may have to go a Coney Island up on this joint you tomorrow. You go Kobayashi up in this bitch? I may have to eat three, four. How many dogs they bringing down here tomorrow? I'll be here at like 2 o'clock. Oh, interesting. Listen, there's also a surf and turf dog. Grilled hot dog topped with super lump crab meat, lettuce, tomatoes, and try me sauce. Try Try me, me. baby. Try me. Do me, baby, is better than that. Then try me. So anyway, that is, there's a food drop coming tomorrow. from the original hot dog factory, yeah. which is opening up in Philadelphia. Where's it opening? Where's the location? It's opening February 17th on 125 North 15th Street. So it's like 15th and Market between Market and yeah. Sansa. Close to me, man. 115 Market. Tony, you just How's had that a close shark? to you? It's in Center City. You just had a shark on your head. I had a shark? Yes. I live at 15th and, oh, yeah. I live at 15th and Reed, dude. It's not that far. It's no, a, it's, it's not that far. It's a mile. Not... It's a mile from my house. You live in what? The 1800 block, right? I live on the 1500 block. 15, of so Reed. it's 14 blocks north. It's like a mile and a quarter. Yeah. You can walk it. I could run it in eight <laughs> minutes. Dean, Dean, don't make such a big deal out of the Autobot. I will figure it out. Stop like trying to trick it into Pe- doing. People, I know he's, Dean's over here trying to play like mind tricks on the, uh, like the on the moderator. I'm gonna have to get the Decepticons in here pretty soon to take care of the Autobots. He's like Streamlabs, eat shit and die. Yeah, they're trying to trying to make sure like what can I get away with? See, this is the problem, Dean. It's people like you that have made me try, like. Play I- action real says you got to try a Sonoran dog. What the hell's a Sonoran? That's from the desert, I think, right? 
Well, Call the damn desert. They're actually we ain't found shit. Yeah. There is an Arizona dog. Hold on a second. What was that one? I I skipped over it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? And what about is there a dog behind for a dog behind these walls? Mad love to all my dogs out there. Uh, now these boiled, grilled, are they boiled? Are they in the water? This is the it's the Phoenix deep, one, Robin. It's a lot the Phoenix of a, one. A lot of them are deep fried. Deep fried dogs? Yeah, yeah. a lot of them are deep fried. Um, like the Italian dog, deep fried. Um, and I think the other ones are grilled. It looks because I'm seeing the little stripes on the hot dogs in the photographs. Yeah, so. I want some stripes on that baby. I mean, here, Tony, first I'm going to show this. Hold let me on. see the dog. Let me I see it. I'll let you see it first. Here are all the different dogs, Tony, and then I'll show it online. Tony, pay attention. I'm listening, Robin. He was trying to correspond something with me. I'm trying okay. to get him to play something, Robin. Yeah, I don't have that. Look at all those dogs. Mad love to all my. I don't no want a corn dog, though. No, no corn dog. You like dog. corn dogs? Corny. I do. I like you corn dogs. You like a corn dog? I, I do. like a corn I dog. I do like corn dogs. I like a corn dog. I like those, uh, what do you call them? I uh, would like to try that Jamaica, that, that jerk. The, the, Jamaica, the jerk, Jamaica the jerk, jerk chicken dog? dog, yeah. That does sound good. Here, Tony. I'm looking at There's a fire dog. Fire dog. Memphis dog. Martha's Vineyard jumbo dog. Yeah. 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 I think people are liking the dog talk. <laughs> <laughs> Mad love to all my dogs. Either that, you don't or have Hillary are... Clinton barking in there. Oh wait, I do have her on. I want the Hillary dog. Either that. There we go. People might be hungry. I'm hungry in the mofo now. There's the Hillary Clinton dog. She's still barking and still losing. One more time. Will they have him at the Phillies game, the Dollar Dog Night? You want to bet one of these dogs at Philly Dog at, at a at a Phillies no, game? It costs about nineteen dollars for us. Here, exactly let me right. let me show. Do they have a doggy style dog? <laughs> they should. <laughs> See now, now we're asking our 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 fans, our listeners, to clean things up, and then you got to go and do that, Mister. Do what? What did we do, Luigi? What I say? So look at all these fantastic. He said, uh, he said "Is there any kind of uh, what was it?" Look at all these fantastic dogs. Is there a doggy style dog? That's all I asked for. Isn't that delicious? If Love. I if I had a hot dog stand, I'd call it doggy style. I would too. It makes sense. It's a play on words. You get the you get it. I Robin. get it. I totally get it. They have ooh, they have factory loaded fries. Factory loaded. You gotta have because fries. Because it's the hot dog factory. How do you say it, Tony? You gotta uh, have all the uh, all the accoutrement. accoutrement. Yeah. Accoutrement. Large chili cheese fries with shredded bacon, diced hot dogs, jalapeno, green onions, and try me sauce. I wonder what this try me sauce is. I don't know, baby, but you try, can try me. Try me. Try me, try me, motherfucker. <laughs> try me, you know, just spread Bend it all over. Bend me, and... shape me, any way you want me. We have any music for today? We Did you ever get that that purple people eater song? No, nah, we couldn't find it yesterday. But Damn we it. do, we do have uh, stories today. We have some updates. We have some. You updates. know, we got to get. We've got to get to the Scrapple Joe. A hot dog and a hamburger walk into a bar. The bartender immediately tells them, "I'm sorry, but we don't serve food here." Oh. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the. Baldy. Baldy Beach Bonfire Breakdown segment of the day. We talked to you about the XFL before anybody else did last week. We told you that people would be betting on it. People would be watching it. You know, more people watch the XFL games than watch that Duke-North Carolina college basketball game. You know what? As And I'm a Duke fan, but the Duke-North Carolina matchup game, it's jumped the shark. 
I think it's jumped the but shark. It's the still whole a rivalry. big game. It, it is still but a it's big just, game. But nobody cares about college basketball like that anymore. They just really don't because, because it's, it's readily available. That used to be a big deal when ESPN two started putting on Duke Carolina and Dick Vitale was doing the yeah, games. Yeah, I think. It's but now everything's on TV. My point is, the XFL is not getting monster numbers. But they're getting better numbers than college basketball classic matchups. That's my point. It will. But anyway, let's go to Brian Baldinger. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Baldinger, as you know, friend of the show, he signed our football that's up for auction right now live. A live auction continuing. Yeah, Baldy's signature goes And you know what Baldy does when the bucks. season's over? He goes to exotic locales. He doesn't go to the Jersey Shore. No. No. He doesn't go to Walla Wood. Walla Wood. He doesn't go to. He's not at Domino's. He doesn't go to Domino. He, <laughs> he doesn't go. To... He doesn't even go to Miami Beach because he has a house in Fort Lauderdale. No, right? he oftentimes goes to Italy. He goes to exotic locales. He goes to beaches to surf, and then of course he also does a mind cleanse as well. He goes to a beach bonfire. Well, right now he's down in Santa Teresa. Santa Teresa. Santa Teresa. What Not Santa Domingo. Or Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Or Santa or Claus. San <laughs> or Santa Claus. But I can pretty or much. Or San Antonio. I can pretty much assure Santa you that <laughs> almost any man wants to have Baldi's life. Yes. This is what Baldy has just done. And then to. some women, too. He probably so. He tweeted you, this one. out this morning. We saw him at the Super Bowl Radio Row. He was one of our last guests on the program on that Friday, Luigi. Oh, yeah. Here he is now doing what he does once the season is over. He is not going to India like Pamela Anderson to do a mind cleanse before she rips off John Peters for 12 days. Baldy gets it done. Let's go to the tape. Essentials in this world that you got to be able to handle. But one of them that is a necessity is the ability to build a good fire. A bonfire like we have here by Santa Teresa. And when you look at a bonfire, it's so important, whether you want to cook or whether you need heat or whatever it is that your purpose is, or you just want to have a celebration. The key, Robert, the key here is to be able to create a lot of space. See, there's space so that this wind coming out of the north can continue to through there and it can keep the flames alive. They're not going to die. Now, base is solid. It's a solid base, but the air is the key to keeping this the maximum heat right now. It's a lot. I built a bonfire just checking the trap though. I'll give you all the skills you need right now, man. Listen, right here for Costa Rica, pure be there for bonfire. This essential skill. Brian Baldinger, ladies and gentlemen, Brian can you bring it up? It There's down. only one thing. He needed me there to film this with a with a better mic. Yes. Because there was a lot of wind. There was too much wind. He didn't now, have he was a, he's at the Playa Santa Teresa. I think that's in Costa Rica, if I'm not. But there's only one thing that I think of, Robin, when I watch that Brian Baldinger song. When I see that bonfire flaming up and the winds are just blowing in nicely. Did you see the size of that bonfire on the beach, Luigi? Now, Tony, he also Beautiful. had some sage advice. Did he have sage on there, too? Did he have a sage stick? Um, no, she appeared later. Sage Steele, was she there? No, she appeared later. <laughs> wait a minute, we, Rob. Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait, listen. You know what this is, Robert. Come on. I ain't no cheap trick, but I am reasonable. What up? Do you feel the flame? Will you be the flame? This is one of the great 
hair band soft oh, rock yes. hits of all time, is it not, Louise? Excuse me while I whip this have out. You, by the way, have you ever noticed that the hair rock bands have some of the best ballads ever? Yeah. They have the best. This Normally, they're the, the like to... head-banging rock. Wait a minute. Crack it up. Sage Rosenfels was not out there with him, no. Gotta love this song. By the way, yes, play action reel. Uh, Let the hook come in. Scrapple Joe. Baldy is living the dream. He must be single. Yes, he is. Damn right he is. And he says he's going to stay single for the rest of his life. Yes, I know. Twitch will mute this from the we play. But I know, okay. but we had to play some tre- but, cheap trick. This show's all about cheap tricks. But I want to go to Baldy's surfing advice. Order the jalapeno burger. <laughs> That's tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, Baldy had another video today. Surfing tips. From Brian Baldinger as he continues. Surfing Baldi's, tips. Baldi's oh, yeah, yeah, tips. No. Baldi's, Baldi's tips. beach bonfire surfing tip breakdown so segment this is what he, This is the video that he wrote and uh, the video that he posted. And along with it, he says, the sages had it all wrong when they sent, said, go west, young man. They meant to say, go left, people. <laughs> go surfing left. is an activity that is all-inclusive and like riding a bicycle can be practiced Ad infinitum. He spelled it wrong, but that's... Let's go to the table. Instead of going west, why not just go left? The lefts are... Bernie Sanders is too far left for me, Baldy. Getting every... Squeezing the juice, you know what I mean? You gotta squeeze the juice. What are you doing, people? What? What are you doing to squeeze the juice? I'll tell you what I'm doing. people are going left. Not a bad decision at all. Oh, yeah! Squeeze the juice. Squeeze the juice. No wheezing the juice. People oh, well, when he man. comes back, we have to have Mon go, what does squeeze the juice mean? I don't squeeze get it. Squeeze the what juice. Is, I mean, I have. Is OJ there? Yeah. <laughs> I think Baldi's juice has been squeezed one too many times. I, I wow. have so many different ideas in my head about what that could mean, and I don't think any of them are right. <laughs> God, I love that stuff. Why can't I be there? I played it yesterday, but I'll play it again today, and this is actually what Baldi was saying. You just drop in and just <laughs> smack the lip. Whoopa! Whoopa! Drop down, snap, and then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel, and get pitted. Pitted, bro. And there you have it. Speaking of that, we have more sports tape today. What? It's wintertime. We have all kinds of international skiing competitions going on. Awesome. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Let's go to the mountainsides now. This is the giant slalom somewhere in Europe, and we have a Frenchman on the trail right now as he's making the turn. Down the side of the mountain. Let's go to the tape. And actually, and, and, and I believe that this particular skier had wished he'd gone left. Yes, he didn't go left enough. He didn't go left enough. Let's go to the Udum. tape now. This is a giant slalom race somewhere in Europe, and it's a French dude. And he's making it. And, he's and make really sure your volume is turned up so that you can hear and don't play anything it's during this. It's not dude. It's Unum. Don't play I'm anything I'm not playing anything. My this. hands are off this. All right. Okay. Because you got to listen. Okay. 
Yannick Bertrand. to the groin for Yannick Bertrand, and you could hear it. Oh, let's Yannick hear it again. Listen, it. listen, listen. You could hear it oh. from here. One more time. Yannick Bertrand. The guy, the gate, when he went through it, it went right between his crotch and snapped. And oh. that sound, we got to get that as a drop. Oh, yeah. I hate oh. to take advantage of a man's family jewels being wrecked on a mountainside. I actually kind of want to know what happened to him afterwards. Did we, I don't know, but his testicles set the left record, though. Wow. Oh. It's balls to the wall right there, baby. <laughs> you ain't kidding, man. Oh, man. He hit the effing post is right. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Now what, what, was his, what was his name again? What did you Yannick Bertrand. Actually, he's more Yannick Bertrand. Now. Yannick Bertrand, who's now a falsetto, he's going to re, uh, reboot the Four Seasons and play Frankie Valley in the in the French version of Jersey Boys. Marquise Johnson. He hit the post. He hit the post. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yannick Bertrand. 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 Yannick. Bertrand. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. I'm going to show this. So, so you can see. Uh, God damn, that had that Not hurt. Yannick Noah and his uh, son, uh, Joachim Noah, as you well know. Or Joachim Noah. Exactly. Joachim Bertrand. Is he listed? So this is what he looks like. Does he look before face. his balls <laughs> got uh, ripped can we off? Before and after? That was before. <laughs> Before his nuts got smashed into a pole at 155 but, miles an hour. I mean, I, I wonder what else, if it was just that or if, like, because, you know, he's just wearing a little uh, uh, spandex suit. Did it get ripped? Did it? Did well, it... I have the full story. This actually happened last month. It happened in December of last year. Yannick Bertrand was straddling the gate and he took a shot to the groin. This was in a uh, FIS World Cup Super G race in Kettel, Norway. So this was in Norway. When this happened to him, man, oh man, does that hurt? And did they say what the repercussions were? No, I think his balls. Yeah, are. your balls are done. What do you mean, <laughs> repercussions? Like, like, did I, you... I didn't die. Your repercussions no. are you can't be. Re- How many guys have not taken Look. a shot to the balls at one I time or another? I wanted to know if, like, did he? Every day did, he ha- did he need stitches? Did it was was there? No, permanent it probably damage? hurt a lot. He got down to the bottom. He found a couple of Swiss, the Norwegian chicks. To give him the once over, get some ice, put some ice on that baby. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you go down there and uh, can you kiss it, make it feel a little bit better while right. you're down there, baby? Nine eleven six is not my problem. Nine eleven six is not my problem. Caitlyn Jenner. Hey, <laughs> so this is funny. Soundboard.com has Yannick Bertrand's "Gate to the Groin" sound already. Oh, on there. we gotta load yeah. that in the system. That's can, gotta get in the heavy rotation. Can we pull it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, give me the sound, Robbie. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, I gotta load that up. baby right there. Can we pull that? Can we do it? Let's see. That'll get a lot of play on this show. Oh, oh, oh. Let's see how. Let's let's, let's go to see. soundboard.com. Yeah, let's see if they did a good job with this. Hold on a second. <laughs> Groin ah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's the pretty snapping good. of the of the post though is a little too graphic. I just want him going. Oh, oh you do that really well. Let me hear that one more time. Oh, I've made that sound on many a night. 
But it's not usually from hitting a slalom as I'm going down Camelback Mountain. I didn't know you were an Israeli woman, Tony. <laughs> when I was skiing up there at, uh, at Camelback, wow. Don McGregor says only Luigi would. I don't know what that means, but okay. We got to load that baby in here. Speaking of loads. Oh, wow. Any guy who's ever been hit in the nuts. You know, I'm sure that hurt initially. It's like the initial. Somebody kicks you in the nuts, you accidentally fall. Yeah, but if it's the, the broom. spot, you know the sweet spot. Oh, yeah. It, it's a total system reset. Oh, yeah. If that happens, that's it. Everything gets shut down. When you get the gate to the groin. You know, this was like back in 2012. I, Did no, you know? no, I thought it was 2019, 2018. No. Are you sure it's that old? How old is this? It's old. How have they been hiding this? Getting this? How have they been hiding it's this gold. from us? This is gold. It is gold. Can we they get should, a... ABC's Wide World of Sports Robin, should use that at the that end. Link, Robin. Address, I, phone a... number, public records, because maybe we got to get this guy on the show. Yannick Bertrand. Yanni. Out of boys, buddy. <laughs> Nine years ago. Wow. He I wonder if he's by recovered now. by he should now. should be healed by now. Yeah. That, that's the, so. Again, the guy wasn't killed. It hurts. When you take a nut shot. D. Conrad, we need to do that to the mod. <laughs> the moderator. <laughs> Give me it one more time, Robin. A shot right to the King Yiki. Tony, I can't just go back and forth. All right, we need to load it then. That's, yes. Let me load the baby. I will load it after the Load the, the baby. Actually, this is a 53-second version of it. <laughs> yeah. Can you play my machine now? I want to hear it. I want to hear it from here, Robin. <sighs> Tony, you need to learn how to turn things off. This is why I have to turn you down. All right, I have it. It was the music playing. To the groin for Yannick Bertrand. That's like a WWE sound. A you know gate what? to the groin. No, the, it continues. The, I want to hear the rest of it. Feel it. Wow. Watch this again. It's not oh, the. Oh, the Frenchman. The Frenchman. It's not the initial. Oh, monsieur. Oh, did you hear wow, that? Wow. The boys took a beating on that one. Mm. The boys. Oh, that guy French, needs a hug. But you're an asshole. Those are the moments that change your life if you're a man. I tell you what. <laughs> it al- that almost sounds like Siciliano. I know it's not him, but it almost sounds like A little like bit. A, yeah. There's hints. <clears throat> Damn, that's old shit right there. Yeah, it's old. Why did you Still never know about though. it? Because I don't follow the uh, the World Cup Super G's in Norway every winter. You should be. I got my own Super G spot pot, right? I'm trying to find a real Super G spot. <laughs> Not some dude's balls from France and Norway. You're trying to find just the G spot in general, <laughs> let alone the super G spot. Those baguettes, I guarantee you, they're a lot better right now. Oh yeah. Put a little fresh uh, olive oil on there. You get a baguette, mm-hmm. nice and fresh out of the oven. Maybe you know what else is good too? A little fresh baguette and um, and uh, some fennel. Yeah, fennel on the side with Fennel's a little good, olive yeah. oil, salt and pepper. But then you oh. put the olive oil. Then you sprinkle a little uh, pecorino romano. Acme cheese never on. has fennel. I want fennel. I got I got a woolly for some fennel right now. So you know I got a bed. I got a woolly. Oh, you got a yes. woolly. I got a woolly for some fennel. I got a woolly. And by the way, I've tried I've looked it up to see how to spell woolly. Woolly bully. There is no spelling. It is it's a, a hankering, man. colloquial uh saying in Italy. Italy. And there it it, it stems Italy. from something else, but there's a that nobody really knows exactly what it stems from and nobody everybody spells it differently. I want to check the. Uh, I want to check Twitter to see if there's, any, there's been any more bids at, at TonyBrunoShow.com. I mean at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter. Yes. So bids. for once again, right now the um, go on Twitter. But as far as we know, the high bid is five hundred seventy-five dollars. 
Uh, we did have Dean try to be a smart ass and uh, bid five seventy one oh one, but you can't go up by just a penny. Ten dollar increments. Ten dollar increments minimum. Now Luigi broke down all of the athlete uh, signature I'll costs give it to him one online. More time, Tony. I'll give it to him one more time. Ron Jaworski's autograph one hundred fifty five dollars. This is the minimum value here, folks. Correct. For these football players. To be signing the football. Brian Mitchell, $189. Lorenzo Neal, $100. Kyle Turley, $100. Warren Moon, minimum $200. Upwards of six dollars $700. Uh, Mark Schlerer with $135. Bart Oates, and Hall to of prove, Famer. By the way, to prove that they signed it, we have the, the shows on video of exactly. them actually signing. Yeah, so this isn't some scam. This is physically like... watching them sign the ball. <laughs> right. Bart Oates, $165. Ryan Leaf, $100. Dave Robinson, $450. Jason uh, Sabinda, $100. Jordan Roos. Of the Seahawks, $65. Rashad Jennings, $190. Brian Baldinger, who we just saw on the beach hanging out, 100 bucks. And then uh, Bill Romanowski, a minimum of $225 on his autograph. All in all, you total that with all the celebrities that signed the ball, we are north of $2,500 on that football. So if you wanted to and get all these conservatively speaking. Right, that's yeah. conservative because this is a one-of-a-kind. Nobody else is going to be able to combine all these different autographs again. Exactly. So that's what makes it special. You know, you can get an autograph. From, you know, I have John Lennon's autograph that I got in 1970. You don't have John Lennon's autograph. You have a handwritten letter to you from John know, fucking that's Lennon. Special. Okay? That's a but, I, but I didn't ask for it, and he gave it to me at the end of a weekend. I was fortunate to have it, and it's framed. And that's one of those, I'll never sell it. That's Bro, priceless. You got the Trinity. You got Lennon, Ali, and Emerald. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> you got the Trinity, the dude. Tr- Bam! You got the Trinity. You're, you're, it's so funny. Like you have your your level. Your your. I know. I get excited. You get excited when you get excited. You go up by not just increments of ten, but you're like increments. You go all the way to eleven, man. Your decimal level. All just the go, way boom. to eleven. You're a real crumb. I, I know it happens to all of us. I'm sorry, Robin. But we got to do this. Uh, One last thing. This is a sucker of the year story. Today, sucker too. of the year. Now Robin has a Florida update too, but you have a sucker of the year update, Robin. Did you see this story? No. Well, you heard the story. John Peters. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not Pete Peters, the former Flyer goaltender, as you well remember. I don't. You know who John Peters is, right? No. He's a producer of A Star is Born. The guy married okay. a whole bunch okay. of chicks. Okay. He was, who was he? He was married to a bunch of chicks. I know who he is now. He's now 74 years old, right? Guy still gets chicks. He's 74. He's a billionaire. I don't know if he's a billionaire, but he's got a lot of money. Pam Anderson. She's been married to a bunch of dudes, too, right? Russ. She was married to uh, what? Tommy Lee. Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee was the most famous, famous one. one. He wasn't the most famous guy yes, she was. married. Yeah, he that's... He was the most notori- He was the, the most famous that she was married to. You know how she was banging? She was banging that Julian Assange. She was going over to the embassy, we supposedly. We are assuming No, that but why was she were... going into the, uh, the embassy where he was holed up for all those years and saying that she was in love with him and she was actually physically seen going into... What, what embassy was he in for all those years? The, Not British, the, Equi- the British embassy. Was no, it? that wasn't in London. Uh, yeah. I think it was in Ecuador or someplace. I don't know, but um, we're assuming that it was conjugal visitation. We're not sure. Hey, but uh, did you know that he started off, so John Peter started off as a hairdresser. Well, you look at his hair. It's beautiful. Know, He's it got is. beautiful Perfect. hair. Um, and uh, then he is a film producer. He produced uh, A Star is Born. The original, I think, no, right? No, no, no. Oh, the, the most recent one? Man of Steel. Yeah, the Superman. Rowan. No, this guy, this Wild guy's Wild legendary. That she was with Kid Rock, too. Yeah, no, she banged Kid Rock. Yeah, Hoops no, podcast, no, no. checking in with that exactly. Thank you. Exactly. But, there, but there's his face. I mean, I think he was even an actor in a couple things, right? So what are we, so why is That's he a douche? Him. Well, he's not a douche. He's the sucker of the year. Okay, why is so he So anyway, he, no, says, he, he says... 
that he always had a crush on Pamela Anderson. Well, who didn't? I mean, who hasn't? You know, who doesn't have a Pamela Anderson poster around? Who didn't watch her on Baywatch? So anyway. Watch her on Tool Time. So, I, uh, yeah. Not Pete Peters. I mentioned Pete Peters, the former Flyer goaltender. I pulled that immediately. So Jason Peters says now that Pamela Anderson sent him a text message and said, let's get married. I'm not making this up. So what happens? He says, yeah. But here's the best part. He acknowledges now, after the fact, that he was already engaged to be married to some other chick who was about to move into his place when Pam Anderson supposedly texted him and said, let's get married. And so he drops the chick that he's going to be drops her like like a hot hot. potato. Well, she wasn't hot if she dropped her for Pam Anderson. He marries her on January 30th. Before he marries her, I don't know if this was a condition of or if it was like right after, but he pays off. No, it's after he married okay, her. Okay, after he She ma- didn't write him a letter and say, marry me, I want your money. He's not that stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, he is. Great cash, homie. So, no, he marries her, and then he finds out that she needs $200,000 to pay off her bills. So, like a sucker, he pays off $200,000 in debt for her. Then, 12 days later, it's a final. I have Pam Anderson right here. Let's go to the tape. Gotti! Gotti! Oh, man. 12 days later, it's the final. So then he says, he comes out now because everybody's ripping him. What an idiot. And then he he pretty much said, because Robin has the rest of the story. I'm doing this from memory. So they got married January 20th in Santa Monica at Shutters on the Beach, a place that Robin and I have had lunch many, many times. Now, they never completed the official paperwork to legalize the union, but Peters, he said, like you said, 74 years old, he apparently developed marriage remorse, and he fired off a text message, and he broke up with her over text. So he says he's the one that broke up with her. But then he also says that he wanted her to be in his, in his next movie, which is going to be Private Dancer. And, of course, Pam doesn't want to do any of that kind of tawdry stuff. Well, I want to I see. Have you seen any of her movies? Yeah, really. She doesn't want to do any kind of nudity so, or. Have you seen Barbed Wire? The Love text, Barbed Wire. That was great. This is the text. The text described their beautiful, amazing love fest, but read, this whole marriage thing has scared me. It made me realize that at 74, I need a simple, quiet life and not an international love affair. He wrote, and therefore, I think the best thing we can do is that I'm going to go away for a couple days, and maybe you need to go back up to Canada. The, w- the world knows we did it, and I think now we need to go our own separate ways. I hope that you can forgive me. Speaking of money, AJ in San Antonio asked, what was the last bid? The last bid? 575. 575 on the nose. Oh, we have oh, a new bid. It has gone up now. It is now up to six. Hundred dollar. Dollar, dollar, dollar bills, Joe. Dollar bills. And don't forget, the proceeds are going to the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. So this is for a great cause. People wanted the ball. We offered it to one guy. He never called back, didn't get it. The guy who got it said, auction it. Auction it off. Let's uh, do so. Well, he's auctioning it off in honor of his son. I He didn't go into detail, but maybe uh, his son was a recipient of St. Jude's. I don't know. But uh, he wanted to, to go to, to St. Jude's 
And he said 100% of the proceeds to go. It's a one-of-a-kind ball, so, guys. One-of-a-kind. This is awesome. So it's not like a $200,000 ball where you get to bone Pam Anderson for 12 days. Right. But, you know, if John Peters is listening, we don't need $200,000. Just give us uh, $2,500 for the ball that you're with, John Peters. Hoop Circle said, I meant $200,000 for Pamela Anderson was the highest bid. That's what it was. <laughs> we didn't know that was on. Now, is he smart or dumb? I mean, he always wanted the boner, so to speak, and I don't like that term boner. $1,000 for billionaires are dropping the bucket, I don't know if he's dude. a billionaire. He's got a lot of money. How much well, is he worth? Do we have a net worth on him? And I guess I guess it was $200,000 to, you know, What's his name have again? an amazing love fest. What's his name again? Jason Peters? John, John, John Peters. Peters. J-O-N, please. Not J-O-H-N. J-O-N. You leave the H off for horse shit. Or horse's ass. <laughs> Fucker's worth three hundred million dollars. Yeah, two hundred grand to drop in a bucket. Yeah, the bang, the, the, the bang the but there's a difference. You're not bang. marrying somebody that just gets suckered out of two hundred thousand well, dollars. But here's the thing: the final paperwork was never submitted, so I say they were never truly married. They had the ceremony, but they weren't legally married yet. I, I never legally married the chicks that I met at Shutters on the Beach while I was out in L.A. for all those years. Shutter, Shutters on the Beach, overrated by the way. Yeah, what is I, it? Like nice a hotel. Thing? No, it's a hotel. It's right on the beach, and then there's a bar- like restaurant. All, like all, let me guess, like all the doors and the windows are open, so you get the sea breeze coming in. No, that's just the restaurant on the beach part. But the hotel is nice because it, it's on the street, but then it goes down to the beach level, and then people go right by. Robin and I would ride our bicycles right by it every single day. It's right near where the Venice Beach workout area is. Not the new one, which is called Muscle Beach. The original Muscle yes. Beach is down toward the Shutter's End near the Santa Monica Pier, which is down. It's north. Of Venice. North. You know what I'm saying? I hate you. 91 Sixers has a good point. Trump paid more than 200000 for uh, Stormy Daniels. Calling her the other sloppy midsection pig. What's midsection? What does that mean? I don't know. Tummy? I don't know. I don't think it was too high. I think he dropped 150 I don't know. I got to see the canceled check. You know, and I was in Tahoe the year that Trump banged Stormy Daniels and didn't even know it. You realize that? The year that this oh, supposedly good happened. good for you. I didn't know he was boning her. But I think it was down in L.A. that it happened, No, right? it happened in Tahoe, supposedly. Oh, really? oh, because I told you, I was there with Mark Willard and I were doing the morning show on Sporting News Radio. And we would go to the American Century Classic every year. I took Robin there a couple uh-huh. years. This was after wait, wait, Trump. Wait. Just really, really quick. Hoop Circle Podcast broke it down saying that that millionaire fee, based upon his value... Two hundred thousand to him is like forty do- forty bucks for regular people. That's what I pay for a football. I don't pay that to get laid. I paid that for a football. You can get a handy at Oasis right there. I freaking brought him more for forty bucks. Are you sure? Positive. Oh, that's right. You went to that place. Positive. Not the strip club Oasis. The actual no. massage parlor. Massage parlor. Beautiful man. Thanks for Lily. Uh oh. Now, the Streamlabs uh, mod. I want to know uh, what he's. Cujo, what it says. See. The high bid on the ball uh, is now six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. Do I hear six fifty? Do I hear six ten? Six ten. I used to hear six ten, but now you can't hear it anymore because it's static <laughs> we, at the AM station. Are, uh, Even though my boy Jordan extent, Renan is so on So this is going to be uh, up for auction for the next three days. The final bid will be accepted at the end of the show on Friday. This Friday. So um, just so that you know. Oh wait, no, we got another one. Six fifty. Eight eight fifty six agent. The is now the high bidder at six hundred and fifty dollars. Six fifty, ladies and gentlemen. Six fifty. Do I hear six sixty? That's uh that's uh the fan in New York. Six. Do I hear six sixty? One of a kind A-A. ball signed by thirteen NFL players, four of which are Hall of Famers, five of which could be in the Hall of Fame pretty soon. 
and a slew oh. of other guests. 675 from AJ no. Do I hear 700? We've got a bidding war. We've got an auction war. We've got a. 700. A, he's in. 700. I hear 700. Do I hear 710, AJ? All right, it is up to seven. Oh, AJ in San Antonio just went right for the jugular. Eight hundred. Eight hundred dollars. But I can't keep up writing it up on the banner. Dude, dude. I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole. So, <laughs> so. It's at eight hundred dollars right yes. now. AJ no, San Antonio. No, eight fifty-six is eight fifty. Eight fifty. Now, do dude. we know eight fifty-six agent is legit? Eight fifty to the gentleman waving on all comers. Let's get this going. Let's get this party started Do I hear quickly. Eight, six, can we get it to 900 before the show ends? Which is about to end right now. Robin's rolling the tape. I know. Well, no, I'm don't roll the stuff for the clothes yet. I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, <laughs> led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. No, we haven't. This is legit. 50. Boom. I got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, we I do. We have a it. Sotheby's <laughs> act, auction going on here, yo. I says he's legit. Yeah, he Agent 856, $850 right now. Is the highest bidder <laughs> Dean, for this football? Dean, that's a big fat no. He's asking, is 544-44 still good? No, like, but it was no. a hell of an opening shot yes, by it Dean. Was. Yes, it was. He got this motivated. He got people stimulated. Remember, we have we have motivated buyers now. Remember, we don't get any of this. This is all going to St. Jude. Yeah, I don't yeah. even get my $40 back for the football that no. I paid. Well, we might be able to work that for you. At least get the $40 back for the no, football. No, 100%. I'll count the $40 as a tax deduction. How's that? This is all going to go to St. Jude. For an extra 50, I won't sign it. For an extra 100, (laughs) Robin won't sign it either. No, there you go. So this is is amazing, guys. And this is – I'm so excited because this could have been – I would have been happy if somebody had won it just outright. I was happy for everybody. But this is the best-case scenario. Somebody's going to get an amazing ball plus – an amazing charity. uh, For an amazing charity. So I really want to thank – uh, Sproly, what that was his name, right? At Sprolsky, Sprolsky, um, Robin, Sprolsky, that's Jeepers. right. Sprolsky for doing this. This is such a wonderful thing to do. And Remember, it's a write-off you. for tax season, guys. Oh, oh, nine hundred dollars, nine hundred. AJ in San Antonio, highest bid today. We we call it nine hundred. Is that nine hunch? Before the show is over, nine hundred before the closing bell, which Robin will start playing at any moment now. Yes, yes. No, yes. don't do it yet. We're not done yet. We're not. Do I hear nine ten? It's at, it's after three o'clock, and I have shit to do, Tony. Yeah, so do I, Robin. We so have, do I. We have three more days to take bids, Tony. It's not about the bidding. What do you, what did you want to do? What did you want to talk about? I just wanted to get Luigi's selection on tonight's big game here. Ah. Which one is in that? South Philadelphia? Oh, you got the sixes and the you Clippers. Got, you've got. Larry Shamit and Lou Williams and the Clippers moving in to take yeah, on forget about Furkan, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Furkan Korkmaz and your team, your town. Alec Burke. Your 76ers, ladies and gentlemen. Has been activated. Glenn. You know what the number is in this game? Sixers minus four. No. What? Your Los Angeles Clippers minus one. Great. I'll take- Sixers are 12-2 and two at home. They play well at home. And now Joel Embiid, after trolling people, and then getting all excited about trolling people, and then all the fanboys got excited that he was trolling them last night, and everybody thinks that's cool because Joel's cool, and then they boo him when he goes on the road and doesn't show up. Well, the Clippers are on a second night of a back-to-back. Citrus- yeah, they but to- no, no, they played They played Sunday night. And they played last night, too. Yes, but Kawhi Leonard got to sit down for his 13th game. The last game that they played was a live bid? I don't know. live bid? We they they beat it. Cleveland by 41 points, and Kawhi didn't even play, and neither did 
Paul George. Yeah, Tony, I, with, and with, you know who else didn't play? Lou Williams? No, Lou Williams Pat played. Pat Beverly? Pat Peverly did not play. Yeah, that's why I'm So they beat Cleveland in Cleveland, handed them their worst home beatdown ever in Cleveland. Ever. And they won by 41, and they rested guys. They basically went with the scrubs in the second. That doesn't mean they're going to come in there and beat down the Sixers. But the interesting thing is the Clippers are good. But you know who else is good? The team that he left. The Toronto Raptors, man. The Toronto Raptors have won 15 in a row. Remember when Kawhi left and everybody says, oh, Kawhi, you know, they're not going to win. They're Tony? 15 and 11 on the road, by the way, the Clippers. Yeah, and I'm taking the Los Angeles Clippers tonight to win that game and win it handedly over the boat up at 76ers. Do, do play well at home, but tonight they get boat race out of the gym. How did you just say that? Because you just said they're coming off a of back-to-back. They're coming off a of back-to-back. I'm just saying they're coming off a of back-to-back, but they're coming off a of back-to-back where Kawhi Leonard sat in that game. Well, yeah, so they're not they're not tired like a lot of teams when they travel no, they e- not. from west to east. They pretty much mailed it in against the Cleveland Cavaliers and still beat them by 41. Sixers are not going to finish the two losses all season at home. This will be one of their losses, three losses at home for the Sixers tonight. They played the Clippers in a tough game, but they will get ran out of the gym. I take the Clippers. Easy seven-point victory, Tony. By the way, uh, this just in on the Twitch stream. Tyrone Johnson creamed his vegan genes of Embiid's social media antics last night. Yeah, it's, he's ridiculous with that nonsense. Robin's dropping that phones. Means. I don't know what's going on. I totally don't know what that means, but I like it. He likes it. By the way, Cadillac Club, 76ers tickets on StubHub. Two rows in, going for $65 right now. Dean over here saying, uh, Luigi, why are they only favored by one and a half? That's the Sixers line. I'm going to take your foot up to 76 or minus one and a half. Actually, they're plus, the Sixers are plus one and a half. We could do a gentleman's bet, Dean, for a dollar on that one. I'll take the, the, uh, I'll take the Clippers giving the one and a half. The yeah, Sixers, Sixers are, are dogs. Like, unless the, the lines change. I saw it this morning. Let me get a fresh line on that, all right? Please, can I get a fresh line? Let me go fresh Johnny. and hot out the kitchen. What, Robin? I really do need to end I the know, show. but we have to finish a thought here. This isn't about you, Robin. This isn't the Robin Austin show. <laughs> no, I know. But it is the Robin Austin And you know Austin what it stands production. for? Not for long. Oh, no, that was uh, Jerry Glanville, I think, who said that. Clippers minus one and a half, Tony. Right so now. it's up to one and a half. It started as one. Yeah, so the Clippers, the Clippers are one. Because you know why? Because people saw the same information that I just gave you. They saw that the Clippers won easily in Cleveland, and they think, ah, they're going to be tired. They absolutely didn't play anybody. They just shot it. And I don't think Beverly is going to play tonight either. And Paul George is probably not going to play tonight. So you're going to have to rely on Lou Williams and Larry Shamit coming back yeah, to deliver. You're going to tell me the Clippers aren't going to play Paul George tonight and they're going to lay one and a half on the road? Yeah, I'll take the Clippers minus the one and a half. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Your NBA lock of the night. And with the, that. Give me the Clippers. And with that, it's time to get the hell up out of here. Just join $900, Tony. Opening day for the bids on this football for the St. Jude Foundation. The bidding starts tomorrow at $900. Exactly right. Remember, this is going to the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. A.K.A. Luigi Curto. Exactly. No, it's not going to you. Oh, it's not going to me. In fact, the actual, uh, we will show you the tra- check presentation when we present this check to St. Jude's. You get one of those big checks? I'm going to get one of yeah. Does anybody have, do they sell those at Staples? I want to find out where they have the big-ass checks that they do it. <laughs> Can we get a big-ass check, Robin? Where do they get those? There's got to be a bigasscheck.com online, know. I'm right? I'm sure Bigasscheck.com. You know, like the big-ass big ass beers on, on Bourbon Street when you, go to, when you go to New Orleans? The signs that say big-ass beers, huge beers. 
Uh, sorry, Dean, oh, correct wait. me. The bidding starts at 9.10 tomorrow. Nine sorry, Robin Dyke. 9.10 mañana. No, so no, that's that's his last bid is nine. No, nine hundred. It starts. It's, it is nine hundred, so it'll start oh, at nine okay. ten. Oh, yeah. I got it. I got it. You're understanding what we're saying here, John? I understand. Robin? Who's John? John Peters. I'm still thinking about. Would it be amazing to, to, to get two thousand dollars to St. Jude by Friday? Absolutely. In the meantime. In the meantime. Don't drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. And if you're in New Hampshire, vote early. Boat office, boffin, and get some good ice cream and all the other stuff up there because it's a beautiful place. We'll see you back here tomorrow, one o'clock, with hot dogs. I'll be here. I'll be here right around two thirty. There won't be any dogs left. Yeah, there will be. Two thirty? Like well, a half an hour before we shut down? No, I'll be here too. I gotta get the car inspected tomorrow. In What's more important? Hot dogs in the north. Hot dogs here, or your car in the northeast? It's dangerous up there. You want to stay away from that area. See y'all tomorrow, folks. Good night, everybody, and God Keep bless on America. Scratching. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.